Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Verbal Gunplay. It's your boy, Danny De Niro. Here. L double. And we got a special cameo, special guest, the beautiful, the wonderful, the lovely Miss Lola. Hey, everyone. <laughs> ah, you got to be more enthusiastic than that. Come on now. There you go. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> so we got, we got, pause, we got deep voices. So you got to, you know, yes, make sure you speak up and whatnot. So we don't overpower you on the mic. Gotcha. You know, act it's like, radio. you know. It's my radio. Yeah, no, 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 no reason to be shy in, in between two guys now. Come on now. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, just, wow. Be, just be comfortable. Gotcha. It's not a couch. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, tell us a bit about yourself. I know you, but, you know, the people looking at you don't know you. Okay. So, hi, everyone. I'm Lola. I live in Texas, but I'm from St. Louis in Long Beach. Um, 30-ish. Let's say that. 30-ish. And you know, single and not one to mingle. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you, you could be blocking your blessing. What if the man of your dreams watched this video and he's like, "Oh my, Lola, I got to meet her." Lola dot delight on Instagram. You know, there you go. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. Shout shout out to the shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, we gotta do what we gotta do. What we gotta do. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you gotta get yourself out there because you know it is hard. It is hard in the nightlife. It is hard in the nightlife. Uh, that's one of the reasons I brought you on. You know, because we were, you know, going back and forth online, social media, having a couple of conversations about um, <clears throat> little clips and whatnot. And you know, we came across that one article um, about the two girls that were out and about, right, having some drinks. Yeah. Um, one thing led to another, order some drinks, you know, some funny business going on. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a female, um, I don't know if you want to, you know, talk about that situation. Yeah. I mean, sure. As a, as a female for me, I, that's kind of scary because, um, when you first move down to Dallas, you want to actually explore, you want to see what's going to be here, be there. And for that to be taking a place. And not only was there, they weren't the first ones, like in the comments section, it even showed like multiple people have, you know, dealt with this. So it's, it's, it's scary. It makes you not want to go there. And from what I've seen, like I reread it today. I just want to, you know, just see if there was update, like the, the place, the organization, the company have not even said anything back and updates to these women yet. So that itself is a lot. It's just like, can we just go and have fun without, you know, without having to have this extra layer of safety. I know that, you know, we want to be, we want to like, you know, be trusting and stuff like that. But when you're going to a place and the bartender, the person you're trusting to serve you drinks, you know, is doing all this and stuff. Like, why, why isn't they called? Like, why, why haven't nobody else stepped up? It, it took these women to get onto a social media platform for it to go viral before somebody actually says something. Like, I'm just, that, that right there is enough for me. Is there, has it actually went farther than just them you know because they nothing happened to them so did it go farther or were they just you know that's where they stopped at was just serving people drinks that's my concern yeah and uh when stuff like this is on social media you know you tend to get people playing both sides of the fence and i seen you know some people they talked about oh well, what if they were just lying right yeah. and it's like it's it's almost hard you know nowadays for women to speak up in these you know situations because yeah. They're going to just, some of them are just going to get pointed at and just be called a liar. Yeah, that, definitely true. I mean, 
I don't want to know a segue, but you know, Diddy, yeah, no, no, go ahead, go. you know, Diddy with the whole casting situation and stuff like that. And no one really, there was like, well, why did it take so long? And people don't realize that, you know, NDAs, you know, they do expire. It's not even that. It's just people are just scared for repercussions and stuff like that. Um, little thing about me as a rape victim myself, you know, is, um, you know, when I did say something, um, someone was like, well, that person can never do this. Like, you know, I can't believe them. They were popular. They were this, they were that. And it was like, but isn't like, it's me. Like, I'm not going to make something up like that. So it was, it was definitely a lot. So I, I get it when women not wanting to come out. I do. I understand it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Call me off guard with that one. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Thank you. Um, if they're around, you know, let me know. We'll, we'll pull up on them. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it, it goes into the thing, you know, just using like uh, popular scenarios. It's like you got the, the Tory and the Megan yeah. thing, you know. Yes. To this day, I mean, yeah, he's in jail, but all parties are saying, you know, man, I didn't shoot. I didn't, they're still saying he's innocent. I didn't shoot him. You know, free Tory. <laughs> in the comments. They still saying free Tory in the comment sections. You know, you got those guys out there that are just like free Tory. Mm-hmm. These women are lying. This and this. And this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and say that there's, you know, there's no women out there that don't make right. some stuff up, but you can't look at mm-hmm. everybody like as if they're liars. Right. You got to take them for their word until yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Okay. You know, you saw um, John the Majors and uh, his lovely. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I seen that clip uh, the other day. His, 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 his new movie coming out, uh, Trackstar. Yeah, I like where that. He was, he was running That's around the city in New York. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, <laughs> it's an indie film coming soon, huh? No, um, you know, and and then you have the other side of the fence where you'll have women saying the things about the guys. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the Jonathan Majors, you got him clearly on video mm-hmm. trying to get away from this woman. Right, you could tell that his his Creed workout paid off because this this boy was gut like he was out. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's kind of scary. Somebody that big could run that fast, but um, okay, so. pause. Um. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> what what women were saying in the comment section, they were saying, Well, what did he do before the video showed him running? Oh Lord. And you know, when I hear stuff like that, it, it it took me back to even as far back as when Chris Brown and Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we don't know what happened. You know, the rumors are supposedly she went through his phone, seeing mm-hmm. a girl was calling him, texting him or whatever got in his face mm-hmm. and he, you know, let off on her, you know, they're, they're young. So mistakes happen. But my thing is the next day in the paper, you got Rihanna all, all bloodied and beat up and you got people saying, well, what did she do? It's like, mm-hmm. I, I, well, I don't see him looking nowhere close to her. So whatever yeah. she did, it didn't justify that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we can't, we can't look at this and say, Oh well, she went through his phone, so she deserved to get her ass whooped. No, that doesn't work like that, you know. For example, that might have been the same thing that happened with Jonathan Majors, which is why he ran. But I don't get too uh, off track with that. Understand. Um, but yeah. So back to the you know the hard R. Back to the the date rape uh, scene. You know they 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 make movies off this kind of stuff. Kind of like for example, you got like uh, the movie Taken. You know, Tubi. <laughs> Tubi. Oh God, I, just, I don't watch none of that. You you got a Tubi account? You watch that stuff? You never watched that on Tubi? I haven't never opened <laughs> that, that app. That shit is gangster. 
The, the extent of Tubi that I know is when I go on Twitter and I see clips of people talking about how ghetto this movie is, they're watching okay. on Tubi. And it'll always be some random scene. And when I watch it, I'm just like, what in the Tyler yeah. Perry productions is this? Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, just using the movie Taken, for example, you know, it's a throwback, but, you know, the guy, they, they took the guy's daughter, um, and you know they basically was were were grooming her to be in like a prostitution ring. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that happens, yeah. but nobody is like talking about this. And those girls, just for example, they could have been they could have been getting groomed or set up because been. this isn't the first time, and it won't be the last time that stuff like this happens. You know, mm-hmm. so you know as a as a woman, you know, I imagine it's it's really hard to like go out there because it's like you're you always got to have your head on a swivel. And it's like, not only do you got to watch for, I don't want to make it seem like I'm like that, but with yeah, guys like myself that buy you a drink, yeah, yeah guys that approach you. But now, but now it's like, you got to be mindful of the place that you go to because they might be in on the program. Oh, that That's the scary part. You know, because cause think about it. How many times you go to a bar and you order a drink, mm-hmm. do you actually watch the bartender the entire time? never like i just because, trust, we just trust that they're going to trust it's the yeah. same it's the same thing like when we call it uber mm-hmm. exactly. you don't know anything about this person mm-hmm. you don't have a background check on them you don't know how their driving is what do you do you yeah. just hop in the car and you just trust <laughs> well see in this case i wouldn't go as far as to say the business was in on it exactly. from the story that i hear the women went in there the bouncer in in the line was like hey how bad do you want to get in it was like we want to get in bouncer says show the bartender some love, right? Go to the bartender, he's giving them free drinks, he roofies them up, and they don't really remember what's happening, right? That could have been just a covenant, if you will, if you want to use that strong of a word, between the bartender and the actual bouncer so they can, you know, and then we saw the text messages where old boy is like, Mm -hmm. hey, you want me to call you Uber back to my crib? Like, if you was really trying to help, you could have sent her Uber back to her house, or a mother's house, or a friend's house, whomever's house, but to your personal house, Mm -hmm. that's like a red flag. So for me, from the business standpoint, the, the way that the business fumbled is like I saw, like you said, they haven't posted anything mm-hmm. since like November 26th. They should have been like, we investigated this. We can't prove whether or not you roofed her. However, we can prove that you gave free drinks, which mm-hmm. is against company policy. You out of here. Bouncer, the texting you were doing with this uh, patron of ours is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Let's say it was a uh, security company instead of like one security guard that they contracted. They can say to the security company, we don't want this bouncer to work with us right. anymore. He's out of here. And then they tell that to air to the public, say, hey, this is a safe space. We don't tolerate that. Mm-hmm. But they haven't done anything. The only statement that's come out is like, hey, they could be lying. And we didn't mm-hmm. see nobody. Look, the evidence says that the old girl definitely had opiates in her system. Mm-hmm. Where, where it came from, it was we know that it was in the drink and in the bar. You can't say maybe the, the restaurant itself was in on it, what employer it was. But as a business, they should have just get everybody about mm-hmm. it. But they haven't really said anything, which does lead to what you're saying. Maybe they wasn't on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're trying to protect themselves because, you know, true story, man. I used to run a cell phone repair shop and there's this black lady that came in one time and her and her husband had been arguing and she decided to go out and have dinner by herself. This is at like a well-known steak restaurant down in like Mansfield, not even like a part. It's like a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. She tells me that she pulls up to the bar to have dinner. It's just there's really not nobody there. It's a Tuesday night. She orders her food and gets one drink. She drinks the drink and she's all she's already like tripping out. 
for her, luckily she had her head on a swivel, called herself an Uber to take her home. Mm-hmm. And as she was going to the Uber, uh, some guy she didn't even know was like, oh, I can help you. You can come back to my crib. And she was like, no, no. And she basically fell into the Uber and passed mm-hmm. out. When she woke up, she was at home and her, with her husband, but she got lucky. She was just out there like this really happens. Mm-hmm. And it's not always the business itself, but it's always it's that kind of danger is like always out there. So for like us men, the diff, you, men, a lot of these dudes will come out and say, hey, we all got to deal with danger. Right. When we're out there, men got to have their head on the swivel, mm-hmm. too. We do. Right. We go get a head on the swivel. We get an argument. nigga, We get our asses. We go home. Everything's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's the worst case mm-hmm. scenario. Or maybe we get shot and killed. But that doesn't happen all that. Right. Much. Right. Okay. Getting. Uh, sexually assaulted in that way damages a person long term and deeply and it's it's sad like I remember there was this thing on Twitter one time where they was like what would you do if you can go 24 like what would be the thing that you can do if you can 24 hours without any men on earth and 99% of the women said go out by themselves after dark go jogging with their earbuds Because they have to worry about it, and it is it is the men that are doing this. Yes, sometimes you got women who are indoctrinated and help, but they're helping the men mm-hmm. do this. You know what I'm saying? And that's the danger that a lot of women have to go through. And uh, I just find it odd. And me being, I'm a father of daughters, I have a wife. The insensitivity of some men to me is very shocking. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh well, a red flag. As soon as he said this, you should have known. And if the bartender was giving you free drinks, you should have known. Like after the fact, you're reading about a story where you know the ending mm-hmm. as you're hearing the story. So you can say, oh well, you should have known something was up when he was giving you free drinks. You know how much drinks? You know how much drinks are? Drinks ten, fifteen bucks. Yes. Bartender, break me off with a free drink. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that shit. Okay. But how would you not know that he's roofing your shit in exactly. a big building full of a bunch of people? Dark, yeah. family litter. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. And every time I see the comments where people are like trying to, you know, the coin term now is victim blame. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, well, you, you should have been looking out for yourself. I think the main reason why these two women didn't have anything happen to them because it was two women. They were together. Yeah. And there's cameras and the security guard and the bartender just weren't able to finagle this the way they wanted to. Yeah, but they would have. And then the bar, I think it's Harlow's. I'm going to say your name because y'all motherfuckers need to be shut down. Uh, has not responded in the way that they should have. And their Twitter page, not the Instagram page, they were posting every day, every other day with mm-hmm. pictures of food. They ain't posted nothing since November 26th. Same mom's the word. That's what they say. Yeah, but in this case, this ain't the movie, so silence ain't golden. <laughs> For sure. True. That's wild. Yeah, it seems like they're they're just trying to see how they want to handle it. But like you said, as a as a as a business owner, mm-hmm. that's the way to go about it. How you? Uh, yeah, if it were me, anybody who touched this is out of there, and you don't even need a reason because again, it's an at will state in Texas, so yeah. you can make up a reason they violated yeah. company policy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 But I'd be like, this all seems inappropriate, and just to keep our hands clean, y'all out of here. Yeah, just like that. Or you can even you can if there's somebody that's that's precious to the business or the company, you can go to Draymond Green route, just and definitely suspend them, you know, pending investigation or something like that. But do something. They haven't yeah. done anything. Yeah, as far as we know, anyway, they're doing their own internal investigation, just like they. But the police are like, yeah. I know this. Our officer shot this unarmed man. Yeah. But we're doing our own internal investigation, yeah. and we'll tell you if he's guilty or not. Right. That's like what they right. do. Yeah. yeah. Then they and then they bury it for about five, four or five years, and he comes back out. Oh yeah, so uh, we ended up arresting him for eighth degree manslaughter. So it's like mm-hmm. a charge of thirty days, and time's already been served. 
Don't worry, we got him. That's probably what they're trying to do is just yeah. ride this out. But like the public here in Dallas is not letting them ride this out. Like no. y'all needs to better say something or shut down. I'm surprised they haven't said anything because my daughter, she's 25. She said she went to that place before this happened. And ever since her and all her friends stayed the hell away from that. Yeah. So I would assume that their business is struggling right now. Very much it's been two, it's been over two weeks. Um, He said November the... It was like 26. I think it happened on the 25th, the weekend of the 25th. December the 16th. Yeah. yeah. Two plus three weeks, basically. Wow, three That's weeks. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, like you said, they just trying to they just trying to drown it out. They just want to hope that yeah, just viral, it just goes away. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's happening, but it may not have gone viral in the in the main in the mainstream media and the people that are just out in the interwebs may not be talking about it. But the, for the folks here in Dallas, we know and no, they're they talking about it. Oh, yeah, we yeah. saw that in the comments. Like, oh, it hit the shade room. Oh, it's, it's over shade now. Room. <laughs> it's over now. And the, the guy for the reporter for the shade room, he did a, a interview with him. It, oh, yeah. wow, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, got a response, a real shitty response. They shouldn't have said nothing. But mm. yeah, so, <laughs> that lit, lit a fire up under them to be able to do something. But as I said earlier, they haven't updated. So nope. Yeah. Well, listen. There's there's one thing about uh women, especially black women, when y'all band together. That voice gets heard. One man, one sound. Cause, yeah, because yeah, cause, cause when y'all come in, it's like Destiny's Child. <laughs> Everybody listening. Silly. Yeah, so, you know, so I, I imagine, like, you know, with this kind of stuff, it makes it hard, like, for the dating scene. And, you know, you said that you're single, but not looking. Why is that? focusing on building my career a little bit more. Yeah, no. speaking to the mic. You know. My apologies. Just focusing on building my career a little bit more. That's not um, that's not where my focus is right now. I can't I can't multitask. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, when it comes to that, I can't multitask. So I'm focusing more. You know, build, um, I want to retire at 40. So I'm 30 ish again. Mm-hmm. I want to retire at 40. So I have to you know take proper steps. Got to put in the work right now. So gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Stop me if I get too personal. <laughs> so you say you're single, not looking because you're focusing on yourself. Have you been doing that the entire or on your career? Have you been doing that the entire time you've been here in Dallas? No, we did. We tested out the Dallas waters. Okay. With the dating scene and um. For for how long? A year and a half. A year and a half. Okay, that's longer than I've been here. So okay. Yeah, so we we tested out the waters and we decided that um, they were a little murky, as as a lot of the other ones are. And we decided to go back into our rabbit hole and focus on our career. Because who yeah. who's this we you speak of? Me and the other ladies who try. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, when they talk about themselves, they say we and <laughs> and the girls. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like what what we are we talking about? So, uh, what, what kind of difficulties like were you having out there that that had you be like, all right, let me take a break, like. Anything specific or? Well, um, I generally date. I date outside my race. You know, I don't have a problem with that. But I was really wanting to date someone of um, my nationality. And when I was dating the people who I were um, talking to was of my nationality, they advised that I made too much more money than them. And that was like a, that didn't really make me feel good. It kind of made me insecure because they were worried about how much money I made. And I was just worried about them giving me love and affection. You say nationality. Are you from like Nigeria, South America, Liberia? Um, Ivory Coast, my family's from Ivory Coast. Yeah, just getting there. Well, we got yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
But no, I, I just want, I want to date a black man. I, I love black men. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't have a problem with dating us. I'm a racist again. I'm dating all racists. Um, but yeah, I wanted a, I wanted a black man. Mm-hmm. And the black men that were attracted to me at that time, um, they were worried about what was in my bank account. And that, that was a smack to the face. I've never experienced that until I moved here late. Okay, so let's break this down. Let's go. How did that conversation come up? The, were the words, you make too much money for me, come up? Or in a regular conversation, you guys kind of talk about, like, how is it discovered that you make more money than, like, when When does that come? They were, they were asking about how much I paid in rent. And then wow. I, yeah, and I told them. And then at that time, I was trying to, um, one time I was just, it was beginning when I first moved here. It was like, oh, where are you staying? I was like, okay, I stay at this place. And it was like, oh, how much you how much you pay for rent? And I told them, I was like, but he got some kind of cool amenities, you know, so it's cool. And they was like, oh, well, you know, you make too much money for me. And the second time, I happened to be paying for two uh, apartments at the same time. <laughs> another story um paying for two apartments at the time and then the guy at that time he was like yeah you make way too much money you're too independent and i was like what i was like no i mean i'm just blessed to be able to afford two apartments right now i don't want to pay for two apartments at all (laughs) so and that's how that came about the second part i find that extremely interesting that someone will say you make too much money for me Mm -hmm. and i think i can sort of understand I un- let me tell you where the guys are coming from. Let me tell you straight up. These niggas is brainwashed and they watch too much YouTube. There's your problem right there. Because YouTube is telling these niggas, if you date a chick that makes too much money, she's going to behave this way. She's going to treat you this way. She's going to disrespect you. So they're opting out before they even find out for themselves what kind of woman you are. Exactly. And that's like, I find that that's really like kind of the problem they had. Because like, again, I have daughters. They have, my daughter had the same issue. She wasn't even, I mean, she's not what you were doing, but she wasn't making, I would consider that to be a decent amount of money mm-hmm. for someone her age. And she was having the same issue because same thing. She lived yeah. all on, in downtown Dallas. She had an apartment and she had a car and it was new. And then everybody, everybody's like, oh, how much money do you make? And she's like, oh, I make this amount of money. Oh, you got both parents? Oh, your parents actually help you out and mm-hmm. give you money too? Are they rich too? Oh, nah, I can't deal with you. Yeah. And it all comes from what they're hearing on the internet and not their lived experience. It goes back to something I said on another podcast was that so much of the world right now is men and women are coming into the world with uh, all of this shit on their shoulders, mm-hmm. but it's not their lived experience. It's what they've read online or on Twitter or seen on YouTube. So they come into the dating scene looking out for all of these red flags before anything happens. So like now you're dating to eliminate instead of dating to actually find someone you want to be with. So I was saying this once to my daughters, I was like, how are you going to find someone to pair up with when you've got a setup to where the person on the other side is automatically your enemy off top? You guys are adversaries. It's not just the women, it's the men right. too. And it's almost like if we make it through the first two or three rounds of this battle we're having, then maybe we got something, you know what I'm saying? But who wants to do that? And then the older you get, the harder it is because yeah. from my experience, the older you get, the less ability you have to what I would like to call pair bond. Okay. And in, there, in order to pair bond requires a little bit of naiveness, like naivety. Mm-hmm. You got to be kind of young and dumb yeah. to do it, right? But the longer you've been out there, the more you hurt people, mm-hmm. the more people hurt you and more other people's hurt experiences you mm-hmm. feel. So when you start to perceive things that may or may not even be happening to you, it makes it just that much more difficult. And add to the fact that, and I'm going to be totally real here, niggas not honest most of the time. They will not fucking tell you the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> because I'll tell you, for us, for a lot of the dudes, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a game. Like, mm-hmm. I got to manipulate and play this game mm-hmm. so I can get the draws or whatever. 
Um, I was never that way because, I mean, I get it. My wife likes to call it like I have pretty privilege, if you will. Like yeah. I was naturally handsome and had girls. It was never a problem. Okay. So to me, it wasn't like, oh, if I don't manipulate and trick this chick to give me the draws, there's not going to be another one. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, I guess you can call it uh, as a red pill. People call it abundance attitude. Mm -hmm. So I like to study both sides, the, the enemy and the good people mm -hmm. and figure out like what's going on here. And like for I, I talk to a lot of young people, both men and women to try to. Uh, help them with their dating shit. And the first thing I tell men, especially fix your own shit. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying about what the hell they got going on. And these women doing this and they out for your money. These were like, Oh, I don't want to get married. She's going to divorce me and take half of what I got. She's going to take half your mother's house. Nigga. Do you live at, <laughs> you live at, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> She's going to take half your one bedroom apartment in fucking Oak cliff. Nigga like, what are you talking about? <laughs> y'all can build something and if you guys get married and been married for 10 15 years and it don't work out and you guys built something then she deserves half of it just like you do because y'all built that together mm -hmm. whatever her role in that might have been and it's just i understand that there is some things when it comes to children uh where people men a lot of times are worried about them mm -hmm. losing their kids or whatever yeah but uh 99 of the time again because I, I study and observe the reason why that man got divorced from his wife and his wife got sole custody because even when they're together that nigga didn't contribute mm -hmm. that much to their mm -hmm. when you go to the judges they analyze who is the main contributor of this mm -hmm. child and they'll ask questions who takes the kid to school and picks them up mom who cooks for them mom who makes sure it does their homework mom so then they're like okay well what does dad do oh i keep everybody safe and i take out the trash <laughs> you know what i'm saying so he's like well i'm gonna let him go live with her right and you can just see him on the weekends because the weekends amounts to the about a time mm -hmm. about the amount of time you spend with this kid anyway mm -hmm. But but when there's times when the judge looks at it and dad picks them up, mom drops them off. Mm -hmm. Dad cooks dinner every other night. Yeah. Dad takes them to taekwondo or karate or whatever or recitals or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it really is this fifty percent thing. Then the judge will give you fifty yeah. fifty custody. So most of these dudes that lose their kid because the uh, their wife divorced him and the wife gets sole custody is because he was a he was a dad, but he didn't like do mm -hmm. nothing. And Just that's there. that's like the change that needs to happen. And even myself having to. Uh, sort of evolve and even talk to my own son about what it means to be a man now. Um, you know, a lot of dudes talk about being uh, that the industry and the internet is uh, indoctrinating our children to be gay, right? No. That's no, they do. Yeah, they just say, oh, they show all these images and they're making our kids be gay. But the real indoctrina indoctrination is the old school way of what masculinity means. Think to yourself, everything you know about being a man don't cry. Be tough. Take care of your responsibilities. Is that some shit you came up with on your own? Or was the other men telling you that when you cried, he hit you and told you yeah, that was other men. You were indoctrinated for this masculinity that you have right now. Yeah. And when that shit doesn't jive with what actually happens in life, then we get lost. And now we're looking for something. For instance, even me and myself, it's funny because my wife is always telling me, you know, I'm masculine, I'm tough or whatever. But even my own indoctrination, I have to unprogram myself that I don't have that chiseled jaw and super masculine body and muscles and shit. You got to turn up the rock every now and then. <clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> the thing is, it's much like a baddie, right? If you get with a, a so-called baddie, there's something that comes with that. That chick who's super into her looks all the time spends half her time worrying about her fucking looks. Mm -hmm. You can't have a good meal with her because she's on social media or taking pictures of that shit all the time. 
you can't be nowhere on fucking time because she's got to, it takes her two hours to put all that shit on or whatever. <laughs> Same thing with the dude. That dude that's super chiseled like that, this nigga never goes out to eat. Mm-hmm. He don't want to go out to eat. He eats at a specific time and specific mm-hmm. things every day. He spends half his time at the fucking gym and is a gym bro. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, when are we supposed to have this relationship when you're at the gym all the time? So it's like you wind up just kind of being like a mound of flesh that they'll fuck with, but you can't like they don't really want to make a relationship with that. But the indoctrination from males perspective will make you think that dude's got it going on and everything is great. But let me tell you something. Whenever you see the niggas, are any of the motherfuckers ever married or happy? Nah, they never are. <laughs> You're right. Look at uh, what's old boy named a football player, Shannon Sharp. Okay. Shannon, yeah, yeah. Shannon Sharp, rich. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say handsome, but you know, whatever. Rich, rich. enough to rich enough to be rich enough to be handsome. Yeah. And a chisel chisel body and all that shit. Does that nigga seem happy? Isn't he always saying some stupid ass shit about women all the fucking time? Woo. No, bro. They they, they all they never are. Mm-hmm. But you look at regular cats around here, and they're the ones who marry married to regular women, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh. Uh, some rich guy's never going to want to marry a regular chick. Mm-hmm. I think if he's single and rich, he probably thinks he's got options. And here's the thing about options. Men think if they have options, they have to exercise all those options. Mm-hmm. And if women have options, they think they need to pick the best option. That's the mm-hmm. difference between the dude too. So some dude has like, oh, nigga, I got options. He's trying to fuck all the girls. And the chick's like, mm-hmm. I got options. She's trying to find the one that she thinks is worthy enough for her. That's like the freaking differences. I know I went on a little rant there. We love attention. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, guys kind of, they like attention too. Maybe not in the same way, but I mean, I just, this gender war just needs to end and it's just freaking stupid and it makes it hard for your, in your dating experience where somebody says, you make more money than me. Me being married, if my wife suddenly got a promotion and she make three times as money, we high five into the bank. Yeah, yeah, baby. Exactly. I'm not feeling no type of way, but if I do feel some type of way, it's on me to get my money up and do what I'm supposed to do. And yeah. that's exactly what I <clears> said. <throat> yeah. So I was explaining the situation to my one of my male's best friends. And then we, I was sitting up saying, why are you upset that I make more money? Either one, go get more bread or be like, okay, yeah, my girl, she got it. Like, you know, that's what's up. But that wasn't even the case. It, and it was two times. At first, the first time I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's me. And the second time I was like, dang, it has to be me. Like, why? Like, how, Sway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're not the first woman out here that I've heard say that. And the first time I heard it, I didn't believe it. But now you're the fourth person <laughs> out here in Dallas that has told me that guys <laughs> are turned off by a woman that makes more money than them. And I, and I say to myself, like, for example, I've asked some of the girls, I'm like, well, how much do you make that scares a guy? And I've heard numbers as low as 85. Mm-hmm. I've heard numbers as high as 140. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why is that scaring somebody? I'm looking at it like, if anything, if if I if I feel some type of way because you make more than me, mm-hmm. it's going to push me to either make more or find some more hustles and meet you on that level. And then we got that combined income. Okay. Who... Why, why would you be scared of that? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> uh, so let's start at the $85,000 right there. Okay. The stats say that only about 25% of people, not black, not women, people make over $85,000 a year. That means 80%, what is that? 75% of people don't make that. And your average person, if we talk, if, and when we talking just black men, I can give you the straight, the average income for a black man is, just under 40,000. 
That's the average. So someone in under the high. 40,000? Yeah, mm-hmm. just under 40,000. Nationwide. What is that a month? And the number goes up and down depending on what city you're in, obviously, right? But so when you got somebody who's making, a woman that's making $40,000, the thing that men don't seem to want to do is compensate. So the compensation would be, okay, let's say you're married and you guys have one child. Mm-hmm. You make 100000 let's throw a number out. He makes fifty Together, you make 150000 right. And But his only concern is that you make a hundred and he mm-hmm. makes fifty. There's more to contribute to a relationship than simply the amount of money that you have. And I think a lot of men need to understand that. So let's say if your wife makes, if she makes 100000 plus, she has a demanding job that means that needs a lot of time. Yes. Let's, let's just be straight. Mm-hmm. She's not working a regular eight-hour, 40-hour-a-week mm-hmm. job, and she's off on the weekends and never gets a call, text, or an email on her time off. Like, that's just not happening. Mm-hmm. But you do. You make $50,000. You might be a supervisor or a regular nine-to-five guy, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You need to be the person that steps up and takes, takes off more off her hands around the house. So you guys can sit and have a conversation about uh, what that means, right? So like, okay, let's say he's just like, look, man, I just don't like to fucking cook. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I don't got fucking time to cook. Right. Okay, bet. So I'll cook these days, you eat out these days, and you just make sure the kids or kid mm-hmm. eats. I'm never home, you do the laundry, I'll do my own laundry, mm-hmm. and you guys just basically work out a yeah. deal that works for you, but as a man, you're, pro- you're gonna have to do more housework than you're used to. The days where you... This, this is where the fuck up is. You want to work and then you want her to work because you're like, fuck that. I'm not going to have no woman that works. Mm-hmm. But as she's working, you also want her to take care of all the kids. You also want her to let, not only wash their clothes, but wash your fucky ass clothes. <laughs> right. You want her to clean the kitchen and all this is happening before the kids get old enough to mm-hmm. take over their own duties and all of that and work. And then what do you do? You take out the trash. and You make sure the doors are locked. You know what I'm saying? Whoop de whoop de You got to do more. Like I was gonna say, depending on where you live, you ain't got to lock the door, and they got valet trash. That part, yeah. Even more, right? Just there. So even worse, you just got to step up and do more. So if you know your girl goes, she makes she makes a hundred thousand dollars a year. She leaves at seven a.m., comes back at seven eight p.m. Right? You got to make sure that dinner is ready, whether you cooked it or is bought, but mm-hmm. it's ready. You know what I'm saying? Because but most dudes just don't like they they want this traditional woman, but they also want her to work. And like, let's put all of this shit on the table mm-hmm. and really talk about this, because there's a lot of talking points on the Internet where people talk all this shit. But like this is not making sense, much like the 50 50 thing. Right. Like some people's like, I don't want no 50 50 man. To me, it don't make sense, because once y'all in the house together, ain't no 50 50. It's all all your money's together. Okay. Yeah. All the bills got to get paid together. And if the rent yes. doesn't get paid to both of y'all asses is out. Out the dough. So <laughs> like, what are you talking about? 50? Right. It's not like he doesn't pay his rent. and You can stay, but he got to go. Like, nah, y'all both out of there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't understand it. And, but what it is, it's a it's an Internet talking point mm-hmm. that most of these Internet relationship gurus and people who talk about this shit are all fucking grifters and come up and say shit that gets the people going so they mm-hmm. get their views and shit up. Meanwhile, it's fucking up relationships specifically in black in the black space. I don't even know what the white people are doing because I mean, I don't really pay attention to them. <clears throat> Not they might be. Hippies. Yeah, they might be having this conversation. I don't even know. But it just seems like it's this big, stupid Internet talking point. And I'm just like, OK, you say you don't want a 50 50 man. Let's say it's a woman saying this. Well, at what point is this conversation had? Mm-hmm. I would assume that you guys are two separate people and you're taking care of your working and taking care of your fucking self. Right. Mm-hmm. And so is he. So when you guys decide to move in together, are you saying and this, there's nothing wrong with this, but are you saying that you no longer want to work and you just want him to work? 
and you guys live within those means. But that will be counter to what's also being said that women want to have their own money and do for themselves. And I got my own car and all this stuff. So the guys are like question mark, three question marks over there. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, do you want to not work and have me take care of you? Or do you want to work and have your own and you don't need no man? Like, which one is it? And like, we know the fallacy of all this in real life out there in the world. But on the internet, they get everybody talking and they're like, yeah, girl, I ain't about to date no man. It's 50-50. And then some dude's like, I am about to have no chick that can't contribute to the house. And like, bro, what are, you, what are y'all even talking about here? This sounds dumb as hell. You arguing back and forth with some little troll, basically. Yep, about nothing. But when you have these conversations in real life, you guys are both you got your own places. And if you get to the point where you're actually going to commingle your finances and live in the same space, I would think that you have that conversation, whatever that be, who's paying what or how you guys are mingling your money together, whatever. It's just, it's just strange that that part of the, the argument online is like left out. Okay. Y'all not going to talk about it. Y'all just going to argue before it even happens about who's 50, 50 or not. Like that don't even, that don't even make sense. It, it's, it's a weird thing. I don't get it. I think it's really something new because like, um, I used to have an ex. I mean, well, I had an ex and we actually lived together. And um, we did that. It wasn't a 50 50 thing. It was, he was making more money than me at the time. Uh -huh. And then I was making less. So what he did, he paid for rent and um, and I paid for like electricity and uh, internet. Yeah. And so, but we, we had that conversation, but that was before like the shade room posted all their stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like what's uh, all those little type of uh, gender war conversations. Can I, can I pause you for a second there when y'all were paying your bills? Y'all kept y'all money separated, right? Yeah. And then y'all just paid y'all thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that's similar to what we had talked about on a different podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. But I mean, it was, the, the bills will be in my name. The bills that I pay will be in my name. And then the- Bills the he paid was right. his name? No, the rent was in both our names. Wait a minute. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> it was in both our names, but he would he would pay for it though. But yeah. But I mean, it was, it was an easy conversation to have because we had already built- a foundation of you know what we were expected to do when we came into the relationship and whatnot mm -hmm. so it wasn't in the problem is now it's just a lot of outside people are trying to be in these type of relationships and have these conversations with people who are already in a relationship doing it because what somebody do at their house i'm still i'm single but if i was in a relationship don't have nothing to do with what i do at my house and that's what i gotta protect that piece at all times mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that's what i say yeah. mm -hmm. So what was the uh, the rent amount that scared them away? Sir. I know, right? <laughs> well, you said that you was paying for two places, right? <laughs> yes, I was, sir. It's just, um, there's like a little bit over 4000 for both of them. So, yeah. Okay. Not too much. Hey, calm down, guys. She's not looking. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, can, I can see how that could I wouldn't say it'd be intimidating but if, if I heard somebody tell me that they paid they're currently paying over 4000 and ran for two places I'd probably have about five questions but I wouldn't like be scared I'd be actually like intrigued like why do you have two apartments right explain <laughs> well that's, that's the thing I was planning yeah. on moving but I got I caught a deal for this apartment at a certain price and I didn't want to I don't want it to go over the 25 I wanted it to stay under 25 and so I was like let me just pay these month this month's rent it was like three months I paid a three months rent for both places and then I go from there so were you waiting until like your lease was up or something I was like I wasn't breaking a lease so you weren't like living and like you had didn't have one on on the Dallas side of one to Fort Worth and wherever you was at is the one you slept at. They weren't like fully furnished and no shit like that, right? Simultaneously. They were they were stuffing both of them, yeah. 
Yeah, I would have questions for sure. <laughs> like, what what is the circumstance that brought this about? Would be the like why? Like, what would be the first question? But the fact that you could pay for it mm-hmm. would be like, oh, cool, you got it, okay. And if you're feeling insecure in your earning potential, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of dudes, they just don't make that much money because, quite frankly, they just don't want to do that kind of work. You want to get a regular ass job so you can. Everybody's got advice. Some niggas buy a gang of shoes. Some niggas play yeah. video games. Some dudes buy paintings. Some people, I don't know, go to the motorcycle club, whatever, That's right? Yeah. Everybody's got something they spend money on. So some people just want to go to work and then do the things they like to do on their off time and on the weekend, and that's it. And then some people have ambition. And I know some people are like, well, I want to get a guy who's ambish- as ambitious and chasing money as I am, right? <laughs> Problem with that is that the two of y'all chasing money, who the fuck is taking care of the house? Okay. Who's taking care of the relationship? <laughs> You, you really take it from me as a person been married 25 years. You can't both do it at the same time, especially when you got kids. But if you don't have kids, you guys just not going to seize like somebody's got to build your foundation. It doesn't matter who it could be her, it could be him. But like when they always say this, like, we're a power couple and we're both out here getting money. Unless you're getting money together, meaning like your joint mm-hmm. ventures together and which time you spend money together doing that and time together doing that. You guys are both off if you're, you know, being a doctor and he's off being a finance person and both of y'all working. 10, 15, 10, 12 hour shifts every day. When the hell are y'all even going to see each other? It's like not really going to work out. What's going to happen is there's always going to be somebody at work who's mm-hmm. looking a little cute that day and you spend 10 hours a day with him <laughs> or her. You spend 10 hours, 10, 10, 10 hours a day with that person and only two in between sleeping with your other one. And we, you know what happens there, right? Mm-hmm. And so like you can't, it, to me, it feels like you can't both be chasing at the same time. Me and my wife, we've kind of tag team. There's a time where I worked and I slaved and she was a stay-at-home mom. That was probably never a time I didn't work at all. But there's definitely times mm-hmm. where she made more money than me and she was the breadwinner. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, it's a tag team. So it's like for us, it's like we make this amount of money, not you make this and you make mm-hmm. that. And uh, I think most people understand this concept. But it doesn't. that soundbite is not as good and you can't continuously argue about it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can with the whole 50-50 argument on the internet. So I really just think it's this, you know, grift point for all those places and podcasts and uh, whatever shit they got where they sit there and talk about, you know, arguments between men and women just to kind of like fuel the fire or whatever. It just don't make sense. Like one of the arguments I had a friend about, he was like, this dude on one of those podcasts was saying something about don't be mad when I told you from the beginning I didn't want to have a serious relationship and you thought that... Uh, you can me. you can you can get me off you can change me you can get me off my square and now you're mad because I don't want to be in a relationship. My shit is this, and this is why I tell a lot of young dudes: if you tell a girl that you don't want to be her boyfriend, you can't then turn around and do boyfriend shit. It'll confuse her. You can't say weird. You say it once in the beginning, and then you feel like you're fucking admonished of everything that happens mm-hmm. afterwards. I don't, I, I don't want to have a serious relationship. There you said it. Now you at her house. You cooking her food. Mm-hmm. You boot up and laying up under her, kissing her softly on her neck and smelling her mm-hmm. and going out on dates. Then you disappear for a week, but then you come back and do that shit again. And now the girl's like, I know he said that he just mm-hmm. wanted to do this, but I think he likes me because you're yeah. acting like you like her. Yeah. So then, of course, she's going to ask, like, what's going on? And you are building her feelings up by being that close. Yeah. And then when you turn like you 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 turn around and just be like, well, I told you I didn't want to be in a relationship. You said that, but that's not what your actions was. You was doing boyfriend shit. You're right. Okay. For real, you was doing boyfriend shit. And that's what I tell a lot of people. If you want to be in a sexual only relationship with somebody, 
you've got to really keep it that way. So if you come over, y'all have sex, and it's two in the morning, get your ass up and go home. Yeah, you got you got to stand on it. Or at the very least, sleep in the bed with her like that's your like that's your sister and not your girl. She don't be booed and spooning yeah. all up under her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sucking yeah. up her warmth and shit and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbing on the booty and all that You're shit. You're absolutely right. And then you get up in the morning like, all right, well, time to go. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then you leave and she's going to be like, yo, I just got loved on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think he really likes me. <laughs> and then she's going to ask that question and you'll be like, well, I told you that I only wanted to be in a physical relationship. What? Like yeah. it's 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 mm-hmm. it's confusing and you're giving mixed signals like 100 percent. And us men, we can compartmentalize. We can act like we love you for five hours and then go home and not think about your ass for 24 hours. Women, y'all can't do that, bro. You can't. That emotional shit. That's why when it even comes to cheating, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude will fuck the, fuck the girl on the side or some shit. She don't mean nothing to them. Damn, my mic. Yep, my mic was off. I don't know how long it was off. No, you should be good. I will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he'll act like he don't got no feelings, but uh, when it comes to cheating with women, they usually cheat with somebody they've connected to emotionally over a long term, which is why... You get a guy, he fucked with a chick once or twice or whatever, and that's it. But when a girl, you find out a woman's been cheating, she's been having an affair with this nigga for like a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's how it works out because it's an, it's an emotional, <laughs> yeah, it's an emotional connection and she's getting something emotionally or whatever. It's less, it's much less, not that it's not about the sex, but it's much less about the sex uh, when it comes to something like that with women than it is for men. Like, for us, it's almost like this meat, almost like eating, where it kind of doesn't mean anything. Or women, it's not that you guys don't need sex, but most women, not all, need some type of emotional connection in order to make that work. Like, I remember this girl I used to work with, um, she was fine, and she was complaining that she wanted to have sex. Of course, all the dudes like, popped up, like, oh, you, you talking about your <laughs> Yeah. And she was like, no, I want to have sex with somebody I actually like. And them niggas was confused, but I understood, obviously, what she said. Right, they're like, oh man, I'm sure you can get somebody to fuck with, blah, blah. She's like, I can always have fun, somebody to have sex with, but I want to have sex with and be with somebody I actually like. Somebody then, that turns the water faucet on. That's not even a, that's not even a, bro, you missed the whole point, didn't he, right there? <laughs> somebody that she fucking, somebody that turns the water on. Dude, a, a dude she barely even knows, it just has a nice body and a big dick and turn the water on. But a dude who, but a dude who has a soft body and a regular size dick will make her feel much better in the sex than that other guy because of the emotional connection that comes with it because she actually likes and is connected with that person. It's true. It is. It's true, bro. I'm telling you, forget everything you think you know, bro. He said forget everything. You think <laughs> no, it is. It is 100% the emotional connection. If you can emotionally connect with your woman even while you're having sex, you can give her the best sex of her life without. You don't have to see the internet. I have you thinking and watching too much porn. I have you think you just got to get on top of her with a big dick and slam that shit as much and as long as you Whoa. possibly can, right? Whoa. No. <laughs> but, uh, but, a, but a dude who she likes has emotional connection with, mm-hmm. that he can give maybe 16 strokes while he's looking in her eyes and whispering in her telly, you love her, while he's bear hug holding her while he's stretching and she's because it's an emotional, it's an emotional connection. Exactly. Bro, it's an emotional connection and i'm i'm trying to tell y'all bro if you've as a long time married guy who has to keep his uh sex life they say what do you do to keep it spicy i think you asked me this on another podcast yeah i don't keep it spicy bro that's fucking porn shit i don't keep it spicy <laughs> what i do is keep that emotional connection to my wife beautiful that's literally it Sometimes we cuddle in the bed, I'm grabbing all up on our booty, we kissing and shit, and then nothing happens. We go and she 
goes grocery shopping and I go mow the lawn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe we come back together tonight. Maybe we don't. But it's keeping that emotional, physical connection together that keeps it going. I'm telling you, that's it. You want to make a girl. First off, let me cover this by saying you don't want to make a girl fall in love with you. If you actually like her and you want her to like you too, then this is the kind of thing you should do, bro. Emotional connection. There is a book called The Sex God Method, right? And it has, and it's a, I can't remember who it was written by, but it has four letters and it spells out Devi, D-E-V-I. So the D stands for dominance. Most men are automatically going to do that shit and be dominant, flip her over, grab her, pull her up, whatever the fuck, right? Okay. The E stands for emotional connection. The V stands for variation, meaning don't, and this is what I was telling you about the whole time, don't always initiate sex at the same time and in the same way because yes. you know, it can be, become predictable. Switch it up. And when you start grabbing her booty at 7 p.m. every night, she's like, it and it becomes this, this, yeah. part, this is the part where he grabs my hair mix it up whether it be physically what you do or when you initiate or whether or not you even follow all the way through like I always tell dudes because he, you probably don't even know it, but you have a move a move that she knows that you're trying to have sex <laughs> become aware of that move and don't use it all the time you know what I'm saying and the last one is immersion. When you're the eye is immersion. I mean, when you are having sex with that person, there's nothing else happening in the world but what the fuck you two are doing right now. Mm. That's it. So she still wants you to pull her hair and flip her, put her in positions, but you want to be emotionally connected, mix it up sometimes, and make sure that you're in the fucking moment when you're doing it. Remember this shit, watch this fucking video, and I'm <laughs> fucking telling you, bro, they had to do it. Grab her ass by the hair and stick it from him. He's been doing it for a couple decades yeah. now. I always like to give y'all tips. Grab her by the hair while you're doing it and stare in the eyes and tell her not to fucking look away while you're doing that shit. Say, the, look at that. say those words. Much better advice than Trump. <laughs> yeah. Lord. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to keep that shit like mixed up. And then sometimes you do just get on there <laughs> and you roll over and do what the fuck. You know, she's going to do it to you, bro. She's going to climb on top, do her yeah. shit and get off. You can like, mm. yes, you needed that. And you. Mm. You know, you don't say you move on. That's how it is. I don't, in even, know, I don't even know what my go-to is when I like initiate for sex. Well, you probably don't have one because you like, you know, kind of that shit kind of comes up in a long-term relationship. Yeah. And uh, and a short one, you might have a go-to, but you can't really call it that because it works. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I even have a go-to, really. It's like playing a basketball game and you got like this spot you like to shoot from and they don't got no tape. <laughs> on your gameplay style. Yeah, <laughs> so you I'm can simple. pull up to that spot and shoot I'm them simple. there all the I'm time. Simple. I just be like, hey, want some dick? Nigga. Jesus. <laughs> the funny shit about that is when you, when it's young, when you like single and you talking to a girl, no matter what you say, that's what he's saying. Oh, girl, you know, you want me to come over there and cook something? Want some dick? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you strand on the side of the road? Let me come change your tire. Want some dick? Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's always yeah. an offer. Yeah. You know what, man? This is a good opportunity. You need, you need your skid play fix? Want some dick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what, too? Let me help you understand. If you ever wonder why um, men seem to always cheat and do dumb shit, mm -hmm. let me give you my personal theory on okay. it. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's accurate. Now, this theory know. is called the dollar on the ground theory. Okay. Right? Man's walking along. He has a wallet that has $100 in it. And he sees a dollar on the ground. What is he gonna do? Grab the dollar. Why? Because it's free money. How? And, but also, it's very rare for that dollar to yeah. come along. So is it with pussy for men? 
<laughs> we it's not until we either a lose the hundred dollars in our pocket trying to grab that hundred or b see somebody else fuck it up that we learn it may not be worth it to reach for that thing mm-hmm. but really what it is is we don't come men especially we don't control whether or not we have sex we wake up in the morning we can hope we'll have sex that day mm-hmm. but women if you throw away the the pressures of society yeah. you throw that in mm-hmm. there too if a woman decides she's not going to throw away, not going to deal with the pressure side, just do what the fuck she want to do. Mm-hmm. Any woman can wake up today and say, I'm going to fuck today. And she will. Us, unless you're a fucking Chris Brown or Usher or some mm-hmm. R&B rich singing ass nigga, we don't have that shit. So when some sex comes along, some woman comes along is like, hey, would you like to have my pussy? He's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, I know. He's like, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. <laughs> so yeah i say the dollar on the ground because everyone can understand that it is rare and it doesn't happen mm-hmm. like for money to be blown around on the ground That's and right. even if you have money you're it's going to pick that money up and even if you've seen other people lose it you might <laughs> risk losing the money you have to gain this rarity of money mm-hmm. blowing around and that's what happens for a lot of years not until they learn that they fuck their shit up or they see somebody else fuck their shit up or whatever that they don't reach down and grab that dollar and lose the hundred dollars that's in their pocket just from the rarity of us not being able to just access sex like that. I like that example. That's that's that. That's true. It's true. Do you feel the same way? To a certain degree, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's right. You know, like you can go outside tonight and probably find somebody that you can go to Chicken Express and find somebody. You'd be like. Instead of that chicken, would you like some pussy? And you can probably he gonna look around for some cameras, and you can probably succeed. Whereas if I go to if I go over to Chicken Express and I say, well, instead of these tenders, would you like this pork loin? You can go to jail for that shit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I I hate that double standard. Sorry. Y'all can just walk around want this pussy, want this pussy, and be fine. Be like, want this dick, want this dick. Yeah. We in the back of a caddy. <laughs> That's why women always say niggas will fuck anything. Uh, we'll fuck anything we have access to. That's that's usually what it comes down to. If if you be in a long term relationship and some chick comes along with him, he's got to be old enough and mature enough to know that this is not worth the risk mm-hmm. of what I have in order to get this. A younger person may be like, damn. But the and then his homeboy's gonna be like. You ain't, what the hell's wrong with you? You ain't do that, bro. So much peer pressure comes. I remember when I was like a teenager, I uh, lost, literally lost a girlfriend because I was at the mall and this girl hollered at me uh, and wanted to talk to me. She was fine, but I had a girl. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. My boys gave me so much shit for like mm-hmm. not talking to this girl that I got her number and then she called me and me being such not a fucking player. I'm talking to this chick on the phone because again, my boys around me. You got to talk to her. Look at that with the homies, right? I'm so not a player. This girl says, hey, uh, my cousin who's here uh, plays basketball for Kearney Mesa High School, right? I'm like, oh, do you know blah, 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 who is my girlfriend? Because I'm oh, fucking stupid, right? Not a player. And then when I realized what I said, she's like, oh yeah, I know her. Do you do her? Uh, she's, that's my sister, <laughs> right? Oh. So what do you think happens when they go play game and go to practice? Hey, you got a brother named Lamont? No, I had a boyfriend named Lamont. Oh, geez. And that's how that shit happened. That, that was a lesson I had to learn when I was young. Peer pressure can get you fucked up. Mm-hmm. You handle, take responsibility and do your own shit. Because if you're going to make a mistake, and this is actually something I tell my children, if you're going to make a mistake, have it be your mistake. Not a mistake because someone else told you to do it and now you got to eat the consequences of that shit. So I learned that lesson. Like, like Snoop Dogg said a long time ago, I do all my dirt by, my, by myself, all by my lonesome. I ain't never did myself dirty, and I ain't never told on myself. 
you do some dirt with somebody else though, shit might flip back on you. <laughs> yep, don't 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 let people put that battery in your back. No. Um to circle back to we went on a little bit of a tangent. Uh to circle back what we were talking about, I throw myself out there. Um since I've been out here, I've been don't make that look. In my I know, she should have too light. Um Yes, yeah, so I've been out here about a year now. Just uh, had my anniversary like a month ago, and thank you, thank you. Nobody, nobody got me flowers, but um, so I've been on a lot of dates, um, and the dating pool out here is just—I won't say it's trash, but I'll say the pool is tainted. <laughs> it's like. Everybody been with everybody out here. Like, it's like, you know, the little yin yang, the, the 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 infinity symbol. I feel like that's all it is. Like, people are just like this, just crossing paths and just like we like we like arms reach away from the next person. It's like if I touch her, now she's already touched you and is back this way, and it's just like a big old circle. And I was dating from like spring to like this past fall and it's like it got to the point where I was like you know what I'm gonna just take a break because it's like I'm just was not finding anything that like really like did it for me you know like was I able to get some action sure but I'm at the point now where I'm I want more than just action you know he gonna make a face when I say this but Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna look like this forever so you know let me get up off the market this nigga (laughs) I knew he was going to make a face. <laughs> you know, I ain't going to look like this forever. So let me lock something down while I still got my looks. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to wait till I'm 50 and wash. Because <laughs> like he just mentioned earlier, them options ain't going to be many to exercise by then. <laughs> right now, while I got some options to exercise, let me exercise them joints. <laughs> but I'm getting to the point where it's like I was getting tired of uh, exercising options, honestly. See? <laughs> yeah and um yeah um and then <laughs> i did i did uh i did um i guess i'll see you about it a little bit i did recently kind of meet somebody when i wasn't looking you know so maybe that might work for you maybe you know because i had literally got to the point where i told myself that i am cool on going on any more dates it got to the point where I only went out when I was like, you know, as a big group, watch football, go to the bar, have drinks. Like, and that is how I met this person, met them, had a conversation, woo woo everything was cool. But once again, I was in that mindset where like, I'm cool on this. So I didn't like pursue at that point. So fast forward, I see that person again. So, you know, when I, I'm the type of person where like if I have an exchange with you and it was a positive one, if I see you again, I'm gonna be like, oh hey, you know, and pick up where we left, you know, how you been, yada yada yada. Fast forward, you know, we exchange socials and whatnot. And I still wasn't in the mindset of let me go and pursue this because I I had checked out. I was done dating. I'm like, I'm cool, like I'm I'm off this. I'm just, you know, I'm going to be huddled up by myself for Christmas or I'm going to go fly somewhere or something. So, but as I became friends with this person and I'm just like starting to pay attention to what they got going on in their life, I'm starting to think like, hmm, 
this person, this person is starting to pique my interest. Mm. I'm like, so I'm like, all right, now you got my attention. I'm not saying nothing to this person, but now I'm paying attention. Mm. And I'm just like looking at how they carry themselves, the the positive affirmations they speak about every day and just, just seems like an overall wholesome good woman. Mm. And I'm over here like, oh man, I haven't been seeing any of these. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, let me just throw my uh, throw my hat in the ring, shoot my shot there as she just signal. Let me let me just shoot my shot. So I just uh, slid in that inbox, awesome, awesome, awesome grown man shit, and just let her know how I felt. And you know how it was received. Oh well, you know that's funny that you approached me about that because. I've been paying attention to you two lately. And I was starting to ask myself, like, how is he single? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 this is and this is and this is how I got her. Okay. And she's looking. This is how I got you. Nah. You know what I said? Same reason you single. I haven't felt I haven't found anybody yet okay. that has piqued my interest until now. And she was like, oh, ha ha, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god she actually gave me that nickname oh <laughs> criminal wow wow okay now well that's because i was uh vulnerable and i told her a little bit about my past Aww. so she kind of just yeah the first nickname she gave me it wasn't really i wasn't going for felon bay i didn't like that one felon bay yeah i love I was it like, yeah i'm good on that one you might have waited a little long girl's mad but that's cool <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? You want to talk about? It? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know y'all do. No, but um, yeah, no. So, who knows? Maybe this time next year, I won't be single. Matching pajamas. Okay. Matching pajamas. Oh, what? what? For Christmas, you know, people always do matching pajamas. Oh, mm, I thought she knew something I didn't know. I was like, yeah. matching pajamas? Like, no. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're actually gonna have uh, pajamas for Christmas. Wow! Oh my god! So that's why when you said that, I was like, "Wait, huh? What?" Clairvoyant. I was like, "I was like, oh, did I?" That's a thing. I know, but I was like, "Did I say something?" That's great. I forget. Me and my wife still ain't never done no matching. Really? Yeah. Mainly because of me. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason it was it was her idea, but she had asked me, "What am I doing for Christmas?" And I was like. I don't know. It's, it's gonna be a bunch of basketball games on Christmas, like every other year. So I'm like, maybe I'll fly out to Vegas and go watch the games at the casino or something. You know, that's typically what I usually do. You know, since I can fly for like fifteen dollars. Anyway, um, and I said so. Obviously, I threw the question back at her, and she goes, "Oh, you know, same thing I do every Christmas. You know, stay at home alone." Mm. And I was like, "Well, damn!" When I heard that, I was like, "Well, you want to?" switch it up this year and we spend Christmas together. I love that. <laughs> so what y'all gonna do? Are you cooking? Like, um, oh, fuck it. I might as well throw the whole itinerary out there. Why not? Yeah, I knew they had one. That's why I was like, what y'all gonna do? <laughs> so I'm gonna go over there first thing in the morning on Christmas. We're gonna exchange gifts. Um, we're gonna do the matching pajamas. We're gonna take pictures. Mm. Yeah. Um, hold up, hold up. 
So this is not your girlfriend, right? I'll say by the time this is released. It better be yes. drugs because y'all doing too I'll much. Say, I'll say by the time this podcast come out, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it too much. I, 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 so, but here was the thing. Like, I'm giving you the itinerary, but the way this itinerary was built, it was a lot of back and forth ideas. And I had told her, I had told her when she said, oh, you know, I've always wanted to do matching pajamas, what she said, right? So, you know, with me taking up uh, photography in the pandemic, I had said, I got a great idea. We'll do the matching pajamas and I'll take specific angled shots to where you can sh post them on social media, oh, but the per the people won't see my face or anything, but they'll know that you got a man in the pictures with you. So you can kind of like show it off that you're not alone for reasons. like, who? Either you're gonna do it or you Thank or you're you. not gonna do it. Right. No, but I, I thought that I thought that would be cute as like a slow reveal. You might as well put an emoji on your face. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm taller than her, so I figured it would be dope because I could get her in the shot and I could be standing there and it's like, all you see is like chest. You just see like this this big nigga like right next to her. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, we could do another one. You jump up in my arms and I catch you. They see me from the back so they don't see who I am. Mm -hmm. So anyway, back to the itinerary. We kind of thinking the same thing here. I'm going to say it. Go ahead. Uh, I disapprove. You disapprove? I disapprove because this is exactly what I was talking about, about boyfriend shit when y'all not boyfriend and girlfriend. You're going to take pictures with her, pose with her. Y'all spending Christmas together. This is shit you do with your girl, bro. And if you are not at that place, then you shouldn't be doing this. I'm just telling you straight. If you are, cool. Okay. But I'm telling you, if you're not there and you're not trying to make this your girl, you should not be doing this. Because all she's going to do is think you really like her and want to be with her. And then you'll be like, well, you know, I'm taking my time. I got some other shit going on. And she's going to be, you know what I'm saying? So if you, if, if this is not your intent to like be with this girl, have her be your girl and dedicate yourself, then you should call this shit off. Because you're just going to wind up hurting her. I'm telling you. That's why I say you're going to hurt her. feels low, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. going to hurt her because she's going she gonna to take whatever love. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She gonna take it because men usually don't express themselves. So while yeah. you express yourself and throwing all this adoration, she gonna take it, nigga. She gonna take it. You say you said you want to take pictures. Bet she not gonna be like. Oh, I don't think we should be doing that. Mm -hmm. She gonna take it because you throwing it out there. I'm telling you. And if you're, I'm, I'm gonna say it again. If you're not trying to make this like your girl and y'all being a serious, don't play and just take pictures because it's cute. Like don't do that. There it is. Mola agrees. Okay. I mean, you did initiate the hangout for Christmas. I did, I did, but I mean, but she's reading it into the boy. You let's circle back to the very beginning when I when I slid their inbox is because there was something about her that I liked. Okay, so yeah, so if doing this sweet stuff leads it down that road, then you know, as long as she doesn't show me some other crazy side, then I'm I'm on board with that. I, you just saying if doing this leads that way, I'm saying what is your intent? Actually, my intent is to get up off this market, dog. Then move like that. That's what I'm doing. Matching pajamas, right? Come on, let's go. Let's just, no. All I'm saying is, and just just listen to me what I'm saying here. All right. These, you may be taking this lightly, and it's fun and games. I okay. promise you, she's not. I promise okay. you. All right. And if you are not really serious, and this is just shit you're doing just because it's funny, you think it's cute, it's going to lead to a bad road for her. She is going to, she's taking this as 
this is my man or going to be my man. He's offering to do all these things. Men don't really do this, blah, 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 blah. But if you're just doing it because you think it's cool and it's cute and it's something to do for Christmas, bro, like this, it's not cool. Don't do that. I'm just telling you. Okay. So think about, think about, no, I'm serious. I'm just saying, think about it, digging yourself, think about what you're really trying to do here, what you're trying to accomplish. And if you're not trying to accomplish, like making her your girl and you're not trying to throw this as coins in the bucket, you're just trying to just do something because it's cool, like back off. But if you are, then go in and, and, and say, all right, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, cut all that shit. Lord. <laughs> I was trying to play coy. There's no need to play coy with a girl, bro. Look, she already knows what you, I'm about to say. I wait all day. What, y'all already together? She pregnant? What? <laughs> Jesus, Lord. <laughs> no, I, I haven't even hit yet. Oh, God. No, no, I'm just, I was, in my mind, I'm No, I'm oh, just, uh, there's no, I was just saying, she can't be pregnant because I, oh, what? I say, oh, God. Why'd you say you're, it okay? You mean, uh, you mean, Koi, I'm, I'm here. I took your advice without you giving it to me. What? Let me explain. Okay. Obviously, doing these kind of things is boyfriend type stuff. Mm-hmm. And yes, I've been hanging out with her, going on dates, talking to her. She seems very sweet. She seems like she could be the one. I don't want to like, I don't want to put all that much pressure on it. But yeah, I uh, I made it official as of today. Okay, so what are you playing? <laughs> I told you I was trying to play coy. Don't play Congratulations. Don't play coy. No, I ain't wanna I ain't wanna put it all on public display like that. Bro, they don't even know who you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> I I know, but no. But yeah, you just just like I've told you before, just be honest. And if it if your honesty leads to it not working out, then it, it just doesn't work out. That's it. You don't have to like manipulate the situation and make it go in your favor. That's how you fuck shit up. Oh, no, I wouldn't try to do that, man. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. making a statement. Men out there don't manipulate the situation and make it go in your favor. Just be honest. And if it don't work out and she don't fuck with you the way you fuck with her, it is what it is. And you move on because it can happen the other way. She don't fuck with you or you don't fuck with her. And, you know, you just want people to be straight. It makes us so you both can make a decision for yourself and move on. And what I hate is when dudes are, well, I was honest with her and she got mad because of what I said. OK, just because you was honest doesn't mean she can't get mad about it. Bro. Like, but then that person can make that decision about their life and decide what it is that they want to do. And when you manipulate it with hold information and all that stuff, it makes it so a person can't go the way that they need to go and make the decisions they need to make. And what you are doing, in case you don't think so, is you're manipulating the situation. Let's not say you're manipulating the person, but you're manipulating the situation in your own favor and fucking it up for the other person. And then be worried that they're mad about it after they find out the truth of what happened. Well, you always knew that you wasn't going to fuck with me. Why didn't you tell me that? Yes, you got mad and probably not talked to you no more, but at least that was a decision she was able to make. Gotcha. Or he was able to make whatever. Gotcha. Gotcha. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. I got daughters, so I yeah. say a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all good. So yeah, so I, so, I, so, I, so I jumped there and I did that. So back to the itinerary. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna make ham. I'm gonna make um, some potatoes and a uh, broccoli. Uh, she's gonna make some mac and cheese. Uh, we can have some wine. Watch some movies. Yeah, get in your uh, bag. Uh, she asked me about some edibles. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good got time. That, got that. <laughs> it's um, gonna be a good time. She she basically told me that uh, 
I could spend the night without telling me I was going to spend the night because she said in the morning she was going to make pancakes and all that kind of good stuff. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's how I plan to spend my Christmas into the day after Christmas. That's cool, cool. I guess I will wait till the 26th to get you up. <laughs> See what you doing. <laughs> <laughs> If it's on, uh, if it's on, do not disturb. Uh, what's his name? Tommy and uh, Martin. What do yeah. you say? GTD. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no job. No GTD. No GTD. Get the, oh, get the drones. Or got the, the drones. Got the drones. No, I'm boy. work. Got the drones. <laughs> nah. So if after Christmas, if it's uh, if it's on DND, yeah, got the drones. No. Yeah. I'm sad to hear that you're not date, not even dating, especially for that reason. That's terrible. You know, I'm pro black families and I just I just hate when I hear and that's almost always from women that they just they opted out and they're not finna do it because it's it's fucked up out there. It's just always sad to hear that shit. Sorry to hear it. Thank you. I mean I'm not don't, for my friend. Don't block it. Don't block your blessings. Uh-huh. <laughs> at least at least I mean do like I did. I wasn't looking. But if I seen something, I'm you know, turn my head. No? Mm-mm. Not even that. So if something like walk past you, yeah, like that me and Holy Spirit activate. No. Hey, girl, I'm trying to talk to you. Yeah. I gave uh, the viewers my social media, so yeah. So you know, yeah. reach out to me. Nothing wrong, you know. Yeah. I just gotta reach out to people. Yeah, you know, reach out to me. Okay, go. Lola dot delight Instagram. Lola dot delight on Instagram. Make sure I get a finder's fee. Ah, we go. We gonna both break wow. that down. It's gonna go to the to the to the, the VG community plate. <laughs> <laughs> pass it around. Pass it around. No. But yeah, I think uh, I think we touched on a on a good amount of everything. Yeah. I think that's a pretty much uh, wanted to speak on get a uh, girl's perspective on a few things. Uh, get her perspective on a lot of things. Oh, you got some? Nope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing really happening in the news. Like we said, the that shit. Is there anything else? No, nah, not really. I really don't pay attention to a lot of half the shit. Is some shit you told me. I don't really pay attention to a lot of that shit. It'll. I'm saying the social media gets you fucked up. Yeah. It, for me, for me, it's like whatever comes across my feed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I hop on Twitter. Like Twitter is my news source, so I might hop on there once every four hours and then whatever's trending if it's in that trending slot then i see it if it's not there i don't see it like trying to think of something that i didn't know that happened oh like i didn't i didn't know for the longest time that Blueface and krishan weren't together because i don't pay attention to that like he's already married apparently with like his high school sweetheart i didn't even i thought krishan was his high school sweetheart like, <laughs> I, I'm so like out the loop of that situation, yeah. But I, I actually try not to look at that because I don't like those mm-hmm. those black toxic relationships. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of black toxic relationship, Cardi B and Offset, bro. Uh, what happened with them? They broke up. Well, it's supposed that they broke up a while ago, but uh, Offset been out here doing the most, and Cardi B made what? a video mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. The last thing I heard about them, didn't they just do a song together? Yeah, you never know. A song about to come out, but they made it recorded it six months ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But oh, they, sure. she said that she had been single for a minute now, but she's just been, you know, playing it low or whatever. But, you know, as niggas do, he was out here, like, doing the most. Uh, when I read, he's like, that album, he filmed himself. He was like, yeah, fucking with other chicks, like, that are, that are specifically, 
like her ops, like supposedly she's uh, he was up under uh, Nicki Minaj shit, liking all her shit or whatever. Oh mm. my god! You supposed to had did something with Krishan? That's what was mm-hmm. saying. Yep, and he had all he had. What? Yeah, he had dates and everything, and then people looked it up, and they was at the same spot at the same time. And so it's possible they could have met up there. So she's just like, you do. I'm, I stood up for you. I did all this for you. Mm-hmm. You're doing me dirty as foul. And he is. He out here showing his ass. And the funny shit about it is there's so many dudes out here acting like he dunking on her. But to me, it just make him look like an ass. Like, you doing all this shit. You making something you don't care. But you're doing all these things to specifically fuck her to me and make you look like a clown. Yeah, but I mean, his 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 clout, his status, it ain't gonna matter. He's still gonna he's still gonna get laid if that's all he looking to do. I mean, yes, still girls is gonna op- bust it open for him. That's fucked up. How you did Cardi B? Go and put it in. You know what I'm saying? Like that's Jesus. that's pause. That's I'm just saying. You get as a girl's perspective. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I, I was like, whoa, because you did with the over the shoulder. Oh my! I was like God. yeah, nigga. I was reenacting how these women are. Oh my goodness! Pause again. <laughs> oh my God! Nothing's going on over here. I kind of felt bad for her a little bit because you know she really is pouring her heart out or whatever about being felt like doing dirty. But at the same time, I was like, well, it was fucking offset. This nigga had two, three baby moms for he got with you. Like, you, th- you think he was going to clean his shit up? Like, I was going to just say, like. Has uh, it ever happened in the history of niggadom? No, nigga. And then, and then you know, from his from his angle, bro, you can't do. Listen, I've dated a Spanish chick. They get mad. They get loud. Yeah, she, she, loud. she wasn't saying anything at first. She was quiet. She was really. Oh, yeah, I just said she was. You said she was. Yeah, recently. Oh, that, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, yeah, he he. He pushed her obviously to her breaking point, yeah, yeah, and and that sucks because you know she's been from what I can tell she's been down and loyal like yeah. she held him down like for real yeah. for real. it seemed that way anyway I don't really you know we don't really know the ins and outs of the relationship yeah that's true. but from what we can see on the outside she seemed like she has I'm gonna tell you right I'm gonna tell you right now when the, when the Migos broke up if Cardi B would have been like fuck you nigga he would have been down all the way bad mm-hmm. all the way bad his his relationships with. Most of the people in the industry is through her yep. and because of her. That's what she was saying. And when Takeoff died, she was there from everything. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, again, we don't know what she might have been doing and what he had to put up with. Who knows, bro? But I'm just, I don't know. It's just clown shit, internet shit. Oh, you know what? It comes back full circle. That's This is because she made more money now. Ah, right. <laughs> yeah, he feels some type of way, so he had to flex. Yeah, 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 to show that he's that nigga, regardless of her making 40, 50 more million than him. I've one album. That, I've heard that that's something that dudes do when they chick make like a significant more money than them. They they feel like they have to flex their masculinity in some other way, which is what I'm saying. We gotta, I can't say we deprogram because, you know, the old niggas, they, they is what it is. Unless they, want, unless they want to change. Mm-hmm. Our young boys coming up now. We need to uh, reprogram and change what it like what it means to be masculine and what's acceptable. I'm trying to do that with my own sons. Um, I've talked to them directly about, hey man, if you are you watching? And I'm not gonna throw their names out, but certain characters on the internet. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I've seen them. I'm like, okay, what you think? And he's like, I don't really watch it. And I was like, why? You know, he's like, it seems dumb. And from what they're saying about women, mm-hmm. that's not what I see. My sisters aren't like that. My mama's not like mm-hmm. that. And you talking about me, you don't act the way that these dudes act. So it just seems like drama and buffoon. And I'm like, that's, that's my boy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I still got to have that conversation with him because you never know what, like, what they, how they could be influencing him or what they could be saying. Yeah. He could be out here talking about, oh man, well, fuck all these girls at gold diggers and I hate all transgenders and all this other kind mm-hmm. of shit. And I don't know that. I'm not really saying about yeah. shit. I got to, like, me as his father and his mother, too, has to do, do it. We got to combat it and that's why i think like two parent homes are important because 
the softer side of things, like his emotional intelligence comes from his mother. She helps him get in touch with his feelings when he's upset or something like that and talks about it, talks it through. But when it comes to like action and being a little tougher and stuff like that, that's kind of like what I'm there for. So, but if either one of us, he was only getting one side, if he was only being raised by his mother, because she would spoil his ass and give him anything he fucking wanted. Anytime if I wasn't there mm-hmm. and I would be super hard on him trying to make him be tough if she wasn't mm-hmm. there. So that's what you get when a boy is raised by just his father. Oftentimes they just don't have the emotional intelligence and they wind up being too hard and can't connect And When they're just raised by their mother, they're too emotionally out here being these soy boys having a bunch of baby mamas and shit and not committing to nobody or whatever. So you, it's better to have that balance. And obviously there's people who work out and be good the way I was raised by a single mom and I turned out to not be that way only because I saw a bunch of shit happen and decided to go the opposite right. direction. But sometimes that's just like not how it is. And it you know took my own wife and other people to recognize like that I just happened to be one of the ones who went a different way. And there's all kinds of other people who grew up in the same situation as me, but made other decisions. Mm-hmm. And and I don't blame them for it because it's just what you see growing up in the hood. When we grew up in the hood, and you see, you know, most of the dear um, male role models as niggas stand on their box selling drugs, getting a bunch of girls, having money or whatever the fuck, coming in and out of jail. And then every, every and the whole lot respects that dude for that shit. And what we see is the women are the ones staying at home and being loyal and dealing with all that nigga shit. So that when we get older, we think that's the way it's supposed to be. So we got to deprogram that shit. It's like specifically fucking up black families and, the, you know, I really want to try to find some way to combat it. I guess it just starts at home. It's the only thing I really do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. What you was uh, talking about was uh, the kids called it street cred. <laughs> I thought I thought street cred was the shit till I got some. I was like, nah, this shit is for the birds. You know, street kids have other niggas checking your cred. That's what she did. Not for it. You ain't no real ass nigga. <laughs> yeah. Like, hold up, can we talk about this? <laughs> nah. Let me see your jacket. What you? Nah, you ain't this shit. The fuck? Straight A's. Got a job going to college, you know, real ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy, man. That's how it's even in black communities. Some people talk shit about uh, having an education. I remember I had uh, I was in like all the advanced AP classes and shit in high school. And I remember once I was playing basketball at lunch, you know, niggas play basketball at lunch and we was playing dunk out, you know, dunk out, right? Mm-hmm. Where you should, you know, dunk out because yeah, you're yeah. going to explain it. Well, this nigga dunked me out. And after he dunked me, I was like, take your ass back to the smart class, nigga. And I was like, <laughs> Is that supposed to be a diss? The fuck? <laughs> but niggas will get mad about that shit. And I remember that because that was like my senior year. And by that time, I had finished all my math classes and English. So I was a tutor in a lot of classes. Mm. And I was just seeing a lot of things like, some of these niggas is fucking dumb, bro. Graduate. And they needed, they they really needed some fucking help. It's, hard. It's, it's sad to say that it's dumb. But it's like, I'm just explaining like five plus five is 10. And they're like, well, why isn't it eight? Because it's not fucking eight, nigga. It's 10. <laughs> But it was like that kind of shit is is, is you, not until you see it and you work with the people and know that people really have like educational blocks and shit like that. But, but that same dude was a master on the basketball court. Like this nigga could ball. Listen, but, you know what you know. No, but could not touch algebra, bro. You know what he, you know. He used that shit as a weapon before he read from him. Yeah, yeah. But I bet you he could solve some word problems if you associated it with basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, percentages and yeah. hot zones and all that yeah. shit. He got all that shit down. Exactly. Yep. Mm, it's a shame. They nails look nice, by the way. Thank you. I'm going for a shot that looks more natural. These are my natural nails. Mm. Nice. Just trying, to, trying to do better. Switching up. Switching up. That's that variation. I know switching up for who, though? And she's like, you said he wasn't out there? He wasn't for looking? Self. Okay. For self. For self. For self. Where he said. 
No, I'm playing. Now, the part where I was playing, but No, let me ask you something. I asked my kids this and a couple other women I know. Mm. You are focusing and concentrating on your career, correct? Correct. Let me ask you this. If what is as, as close to the perfect man for you came along, let's let's say he's an eight out of ten as far as overall a handsome amount of money he makes, family he comes from, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he can provide. And he says, I don't want you to work. Stay at home and we I want to have a child and you take care of the child and I provide for the family. Would you do that? Like he's asking you to do this. Um, as a white man in my mindset, that would be a, a no for me. And if the no came with him saying, okay, well, I can't be in a relationship with you, this guy, this guy you know you're not going to come across again for a while, are you going to let that go? I'm, I'm probably going to let it go. You're not even going to try to negotiate? Because it can be a negotiation. You can say, I'll stay at home and take care of this one kid, and then after that, I'm going back to work. I've never wanted to be a stay out. No? No. So that's why. No kids? Nanny. 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 Okay. You know, and we can both work, you know, I can be here, but I've never wanted to be a stay at home. That was never. Wait, so you wanted, you just want to work? What if you hit the lotto? You still want to just work? I probably still probably. something, yeah. Oh my God. She's. She's one of those. And see that, what you're saying is fine. When I say one of those, that's not a negative. Guys are like that too. When I say those, I mean those people, not those women. One of those one of those people who derive a lot of pleasure and meaning and all this stuff out, out of their work and what they do. There's nothing wrong with that. The reason why I ask that question is, since you, since that's true of you, then like the action you're taking now makes sense. But a lot of girls I ask, they'd be like, oh no, I stopped working and be a stay-at-home mom and blah, blah, blah right away, right? And my next follow-up question is, why spend all that energy getting the education and making all that money if you're just gonna give it up for a man? Why don't you just put all the energy into getting the man? Well, that wasn't me, though. But that's not you, though. right? <laughs> so for you, it makes for you it makes sense because this is something you actually want to do, and if, even if given the soft life, as they say, oh yeah, <laughs> you don't want that. You want to you want to work, you want to earn, you want to accomplish, and do all other kind of stuff. So for you, the path you're taking makes sense. But there's so many other women who would give up their whole career mm-hmm. in an instant if the right guy comes along. I still can get a nanny. <laughs> wow. We can get in. That's what we can get. See, that's you gotta find a guy that's like on that on on that. Because a lot of dudes will be like, Well, they'll take offense to you wanna have you should wanna take care of our child. Really? I mean, I, I before I got here, I was just babysitting. <laughs> I was like I was babysitting somebody else's child. Yeah, if anything will make you not wanna have kids, it's fucking babysitting someone else's gay. I love kids. Oh, you love kids? Yeah, I used to be a teacher. Do you wanna be do you wanna be a mom? I am a wolf. You have a kid already? I do. You left that out of the profile when we talked to her a little. Most, most, <laughs> most people lead with that. I'm a single mother of one. Nah, did you left that I'm out? I'm a single mother when I'm just single. I have an active child's father. Wouldn't that still make you a single mom to the definition of single momdom? No, I'm, I am a it's single a woman. Joint custody. Exactly. Gotcha. Yes. And I have an active co parent. I think which. But that would be like a guy who plays for the Knicks saying, I do not play. I'm not a basketball player. I play on a basketball team. I mean, hey, it, it works. 
I, th- I think I think what she's saying, go- she's going by the definition of a single mother is somebody that has a kid where the father is not active Most at all. Time, that's, that's not the definition of that. Oh, that's eighty percent of society is what they think. I think kind of where the where it mm-hmm. winds up being that, but mm-hmm. the definition of a single mom is someone who's single, i.e., usually not married. Because even if you have a boyfriend, technically still a single mom. Yeah, no, I, I see both sides. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the definition she's going. But I just want to make sure I threw that out there. Okay, you know, for any um people who blow it out to like Instagram, any of those type of people, I want to make sure that they knew that my child had an active dad. She come on, you're supposed to follow it up. Oh, this is beautiful. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm today. I just want I, I just I want to hear your side of it as being a mother of a child who has an active dad mm. is that the right term okay active. if a guy comes along and says i don't want to date somebody who has a kid blah 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 what do you feel about that when dudes make that argument i don't have a problem with that <laughs> you have your personal preferences that's fine all right see there we yeah. go that's cool that, that, that's the way i feel about it. like okay he doesn't want to date some i only think it's weird when that nigga got three kids and don't want to date somebody with no kid that's weird but yeah but as you as you get older, like the likelihood of you running into somebody who doesn't have kids is like more and more narrow. So it's weird when someone's like like our age, right? Like I don't want to date anybody who doesn't have kids. I mean, you can, but realize that your dating pool has shrunk when you're done. So that's all. Majority of my friends don't have kids. I'm like the only one with kids. I'm 34 ish. People they have kids no more. 30 to 34. 34. I'm 34. I'm 34 guys. You still you still younger than? Would you would you have more kids if you? Found somebody and they and they no. wanted to have no. Whoa, she didn't even let you finish that shit. She was like, "No, nah. I don't, I don't want to mention." I think these things is, are some of the things that are making it more difficult for you because if you find a guy who doesn't have any kids and you already have a kid, and which is um, let's be honest, a small hurdle that he's willing to jump, and and then you say, "But I also don't want to have any kids." He's like, "Well, I do want to have kids, at least one." And you're like, "Well, I, I can't do that." I was like, "Well, let's not even." I like you, but mm-hmm. these are fundamental things that we have to. Yeah, you can't. He can't even be a stepdad because her dad's active. <laughs> Every guy I've talked to, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, my, you ain't my dad, nigga. <laughs> oh wow! And this, my kids not like that. <laughs> Everybody, they all say that. Like, like, my kid ain't like that. No, I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, it happen uh, every uh, time. Until, until the guy you talking to tries to discipline him. I've seen. I've literally. I have friends, long term friends, mm-hmm. who married somebody when the kid was freaking six months don't even know their father only knows him and has said multiple times nigga you ain't my daddy when something comes up nigga you take out the dress and they apologize for it later and all that but whenever when you're arguing you come up with whatever kind of ammo you got and it's pretty apparent that that person is not their parent they're gonna say so you can say your kid is an angel and maybe they won't say it at four but at 14 maybe they will that's why you got to eat yourself ice cream and look at him i'm saying all this don't give him nothing you're probably looking for a specific kind of person and there's some questions you need to be asking because these things are going to be hurdles, let's just call it that, that you're going to have to overcome in a relationship where it probably better for you to marry, get with somebody who also has a kid and is unwilling to have any other kids. Or maybe they don't have most men. That's not everybody, but most men do want to have at least one or two kids, but there are going to be some that don't. So you got the ones that don't want to have kids and some that do have kids and don't want any more. That's kind of like, as I was saying, like to just be like willy nilly dating whatever cute guy comes along, like that's when you're gonna have that kind of gotta ask those questions. Like, this is the shit that's gonna fuck everything up. Every male that I've ever dated since I've had my daughter, my daughter is 14 years old. Oh, she is 14. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have never dated anyone who had any children, and they've always been accepting the fact that I don't want any kids. I've never had that problem before because I go in there 
saying what I want originally. I would say you have had that problem. You know how I would say you have that problem? Yeah. Are you married right now? I'm um are you, in a, like are you in a long-term relationship right now? No, because I'm not looking for that. Was so prob- that was probably a factor. You may not have said it because it's uncouth and mm-hmm. not accepted to say it, but it was probably a factor. That's and cool. to say that it, it was not or it hasn't been a problem when you where you are where you are right now, like it's unrealistic. It's it probably was <laughs> it probably was an issue. Well, I mean, I don't know. I could be totally wrong about this, obviously, but it was probably a factor. And that's funny. And that's why another reason why I'm not focusing on that. I'm focused on strictly career. So and I'm okay with that. I'm gonna lighten the mood mm-hmm. and fill you guys both in with a little nugget. You guys both equally play the same amount of video games. Not a, what? That's a little bit of a switch, but <laughs> it's getting a little too serious. It's not too serious. Okay. I can hold my own in debate. That's saying that's that's saying a lot. How much how much gaming do you really do? I play video games. Yeah, every time I talk to her, she's got her headset on for the most part. Yeah. She's playing games. Are you streaming shit too? I don't. I actually need to learn how to do it, but yeah, I need to do better. Cause I have a Twitch though, but I have, I'm not active on my Twitch. You just really bad watch Twitch. Twitch. I just haven't downloaded it. It's just yeah. there. And I haven't <laughs> I haven't done anything like that. So what are you playing? Child. Play Fortnite. I actually just started playing Call of Duty. I have Harry Potter. I have Kingdom Hearts. I'm a combat Street Fighter. The new Spider-Man too. She is earning my respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, okay, he's like, he's okay, like, wait, okay. you name it a bunch of shit I play. <laughs> okay, like gamer, gamer for real. Yeah. Yes. He's like, he's like, well, he's like, what was that social media? Lola dot delight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add you on Xbox. I'm actually a PlayStation. I got that too. Oh, okay, I'm gonna PlayStation got Five. <laughs> Let me clarify. PlayStation Five. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm sure when you said you got a PlayStation, if they've been paying attention, you pay for two rents. They know you got the five. Yeah, they know you got the five. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you pay for two places <laughs> playing PS3. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Because <laughs> it'll be crazy if he's like, "Oh, I got a PS4. I haven't updated to PS5." People are like, "What?" Hey, but you pay four thousand in rent. <laughs> Let's say, I say we gotta earn. I keep so hard. No, I still think it's wild they even ask you that. That how much? How much was you paying? Like what? Yeah, that's. Hey, listen, it wasn't one person. That's the only thing. I mean, it's. I guess it's just a normal here. Like it really is because back home, you ain't asking nobody that unless you're trying to pay their bills. Like you're trying to help them. <laughs> hey, at least at least you're more responsible than me. I I I started looking, found a spot, and I was like. Cause I w- wasn't really paying attention to my lease, and this stuff is crazy since COVID. Mm. <laughs> they got all kinds of shit in there Luffy. that I was not. Oh my gosh, you lucky, you Omar, you don't know nothing about this renting, this renting shit, this shit for the birds. <laughs> Janky. So I mean, it's an it's an exchange. You own a house, yeah. and like I could actually get away with not paying my mortgage for like a year and be straight if I wanted to. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot for them to kick you out. When you but ain't, anyway, it, it ain't even that. I still like, got to do other shit. Like yeah. I have Stunt to cut rank. my own shit. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Well, 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 I'm talking about like when you want to get out of it. Like obviously getting out of a you're not getting out of a mortgage. You want to pay your mortgage, but found a spot that is appealing to the kind of moves I'm trying to make. Um, it's renting a home, it's more space, but getting out of this shit is like two and a half times the rent. Woo, yeah. And it's like, yeah, they usually make you pay like two months, three months to get out of. Yeah, I, I ain't paying attention to that part when I was signing. Damn, like, 
Yeah, I mean, because they must have put that somewhere like in the back of the lease. Like, fine, right? But, you know, it could wind up being cheaper because, well, from what if you look at the lease, it usually says until like if they rent this place like next month, then you'll probably only get charged for one month. So putting the place on the uh, marketplace. Yeah, because yeah, legally, <laughs> they say they do three months because legally that's the maximum amount they can charge you is for three months worth of unpaid rent when you break a lease or you walk away or some shit. Yeah, now they got stuff in there where you pay regardless. Even if they rent it out tomorrow, <laughs> you want to get out of this? Oh, wow. This is what it is. Oh, damn. Sign a death yeah. row, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that sound like. Yeah. But that lets you get out of it where it looks like you didn't break the lease. And when you go to get another apartment, mm-hmm. you're like, you, there's like you, you don't got no evictions or nothing like that on you. That's yeah, what it Yeah, but that's fine. But it's, 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 it's the taxing. It's the taxing. It's, I'm like, uh, damn. I'm like, man. All you motherfuckers that got over on them fucking PPP loans, shit, y'all just fucking bam up. <laughs> shit. But most people just skip out on their lease and shit and just rent somewhere else before it reports on their credit report. Yeah. <laughs> Try to stay at that next place yeah. the whole time. That's why you ever go by those places that have that long-term rent, like that's a motel or some shit. Yeah. They're like long-term. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's the like parking lot. Like full, yeah, yeah. yeah, full at Tuesday at 2 p.m. It's not people, you know, getting it in. Them motherfuckers live there because they can't get a lease nowhere else. And the rent, if you add them the daily or whatever they pay for that shit, that shit adds up to like twice as much as rent. If you're paying fifteen hundred in rent, you're paying like three thousand playing out one of those places, maybe twenty five hundred. But since you can't get a lease, what can you do? What can you do? No matter no matter which way you slice it, can't get a lease. Try to get out the lease is whatever you gonna pay. Want to get into the lease? Got to pay time and a half. Got to pay double that money. <laughs> And to bring it back, you had two apartments. That's what you guys Yes. But yes, um, yeah. So yeah, thanks for um, thanks for joining us today. This is a this is a different angle than what we normally talk. I feel about. like we could have squeezed more out of you, but we didn't have the topics ready for you. No, <laughs> you need some milk. Right, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, Lola, thanks for uh, coming on. You're always welcome if you uh, want to jump out there and speak on anything. You know, if you hey, if you back on the market, if you want to jump out there and advertise, you know, by the <laughs> by the time you uh, hey, we'll be, we'll be cracking by then. So you know, we'll, we'll we'll definitely get them sent your way. You can pull this head there. <laughs> what does that say? Love and basketball. Yeah, one of my favorite movies. Oh. There's somebody I know that hates that movie. Hates that movie, bro. You know what? I think that's my wife, <laughs> and I think she—it's like she hates that movie for the same reason why I hate the Lakers, because everybody fucking likes the Lakers, so I hate the Lakers. And her, or, but her best friend is a, a basketball player who's been playing basketball since she was, and she's tall, and all her kids play basketball, and so she thinks it's the greatest movie in the world. So my wife's probably like, "Fuck that movie," just because she hears so much about it. It's not actually a bad movie, you know. Speaking of movies, movie. we're having a discussion, right? Uh, Boys in the Hood versus uh, what was the other hood movie? Minister Society. Thank you, Minister Society. Which one is better? I'm gonna go Boys in the Hood. Minister Society had a lot of, a lot of problematic shit in it, <laughs> bad acting too. Uh, Boys in the Hood was a lot better, I think. So, so Minister Society. First off, uh, how old was Jada Pinkett's character supposed to be? Because the nigga she was fucking with in jail, that nigga looked forty, but then she was fucking with Kane, who was easily seventy. 18, right. right? So how old was she? And she had a baby. So then that little nigga looks six. So what's going on there? Then she got a house full of niggas that's from 40 to fucking 15 all in the house drinking and smoking you know, and all that it's, shit. It's funny you said that because 
I was going to tell you my difference on both of them. I feel like Boys in the Hood is the better conscious movie. I think it's just a better movie, period. And I think Men's Society is the more realistic movie as far as the nonsense that goes on in the hood. I would say the opposite. That that what you was just talking about, that is what goes on in the hood. Probably not so much today, but back then, that was the norm. But the way it's presented in the movie, it's like, okay, bunch of niggas. It's almost like you had all these topics on plates. Like, yeah. bunch of niggas in the hood. Somebody gets carjacked. Yeah. These shoot at these dudes at the taco shop. And, and they got all these concepts, and then they string them together with these weak-ass plot things that make it so they hack so they happen. But the things that happen between them that lead up to them don't make sense. Right. Like old boy walking outside. So my brother pointed this out to me once. The dude, uh, Safir was his name. He was a rapper at the time, but he was mm-hmm. old boy's cousin. Comes outside, throws a 40 all the way up here. And my brother was like, nigga, is that 40 empty? Why the fuck are you bringing it up so high? And then was half a sip like this way. He's out in the middle of the street rubbing his nipples and birthday shit. Yeah. <clears throat> get in the car and then just get like randomly jacked. It's like you wanted that jacking to happen, but like what leads up to it, like don't make, don't, didn't make sense. Like even them shoot, like a lot of the stuff that happened in that movie was like they had all these sets that they wanted to happen and then linking them together was real fucking loose. Whereas in uh, Boys in the Hood, makes a lot more sense, right? There's little kids with, he's staying with his uh, mom and then he's wilding out so he sends him to stay with the dad. He has mm-hmm. a little friends, mm-hmm. a little fat kid is a little shitty fat kid when he's little and want to see a dead body and grows up <laughs> to be that way and then. Regina King, she was only in it for a second, but she killed her role. She better give him for somebody to take his ass. Like she was good as hell in that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way everything happened, like even when like Furious Styles and him his juxtaposition about the black neighborhood, or the time somebody broke into his house and he was shooting somebody, it's like little things. Like if you notice that cluster of bullets when he was shooting at the door, real tight, as if he had been practicing with that gun, mm-hmm. right? And then when the black cop was like, I wish you would have killed him, the dude's like, I didn't want to kill another black man. I was just trying to defend my home. There's a lot more nuance and the way things flow from one place to another is much more natural as the way things happen in real life. Yeah. The other movie is very random. Then things do randomly happen, but everything is not fucking random. And that's how okay. that okay. is. I, I see that. One clearly had the better director, John, <laughs> John Singleton. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, oh, let me make another right, point. Right. This this is the hood. Everyone's gangster. Everyone knows what's up, right? Mm-hmm. You and your single dumb light skin ass walk up in the projects by your fucking self, roll up in another nigga's project up to his front door and say, Hey partner, I like the way you've been treating my sister. What nigga in the hood in the world would ever do some dumb ass shit like that? Think about it. You gonna roll up into a, to the enemy's projects by yourself, which we know he had niggas because at the end of the movie he came back with mad niggas and mad guns. Mm-hmm. So why you roll up by yourself in another nigga's hood is a plot point, and it, it it's like clearly a plot point is why that's ugly. And he just gets beat up to set up him getting shot in the end, yeah. but it don't it don't make sense. Like niggas wouldn't do that. Niggas wouldn't do that. Well, what if, what if he ain't have his niggas around? Then you don't fucking go. That's what I mean by niggas wouldn't do it. It would be kind of hard. You don't. We don't know what kind of conversation happened. If your sister comes to you crying and says, "Boohoo, this, this, and this happened," and you hit the homies up and they're not available, you're just gonna sit there and be like, "I'm gonna wait." Yes. Well, because that's that's, 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 that's what that, happens to you. But that's what you're, you're using your brain. Them niggas wasn't using their brain. Soon as some shit go down, all right, let's roll out. Fuck it, I go there by myself. But he's able to organize with his friends, get guns, 
load up their weapons, wrap rags. Oh, I didn't say he didn't have any friends. Doing this move here while he's creeping up with somebody. I didn't say he didn't have any friends. I'm saying at that moment, they probably weren't around. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and you don't you don't run up in the, the fucking You're using house. logic. Not everybody in the up use logic. Stand right in front of the dude with your hands balled up, not even looking at him. Not everybody. I don't like the way you treated my sister. This is it's all dumb. And some there's got to be yeah. a level of believability, and that is just stupid shit, bro. You don't roll up in another nigga hood by your fucking self, and not even in his hood. He rolled up in his deep into his apartment complex, walked up on his grandparents' front fucking door yeah. to get on this nigga and tell him, I don't like the way you've been treating but my who, sister. But who did he... um? Wasn't that Kane? He no, he did he did that too, Kane. He rolled up right. Kane. And and my thing is if he knows Kane and he knows that he ain't about nothing, like he Kane wasn't the threat. It was the people that was around Kane that was the threat. Who whooped his ass? It was fucking Kane. So Kane definitely Didn't, they, didn't he they jump him? No. Okay. O Dog just kicked him after he was down already. Oh. Kane Kane sucker punched him and then he just started. Well, he probably also did that because his niggas was right there. If he would have rolled up on Kane by himself, he, he might have folded. We don't know. But like you said, that's just, like you said, poor, poor direction. We don't it's know. Dumb. Yeah, poor direction. Poor direction. That makes sense. And an old girl meets a nigga at the park, exchanges numbers, fucks with him, and calls him in the middle of the night, say the baby is yours, and is surprised at this hood nigga's fucking response to this shit. <laughs> like, really? That's what I'm saying. There's like all kinds of stupid ass shit happen. You can tell. You can tell. What was the the Hughes brothers that did that one? I think it was the Hughes brothers that directed it. But you can tell the way they put that movie together. It's like they took a bunch of different things that happened in the hood and turned it into a movie. That's what I'm saying. They strung them together. And, that, and that's what I meant when I said that had more realism because it's just it had more. Because I've seen a, a lot of that stuff that's happened. I've seen that stuff happen. So that's what I mean by that. A lot of the stuff that's happened in Boys in the Hood, I haven't seen happen. Some I've of the seen, things I've seen happen, but I've not seen all both, of it. But in a different way. Like even the carjacking, the key to carjacking is getting a drop on somebody. Yeah. You don't carjack somebody and ask them to get out the car while you're holding a gun to them. Mm-hmm. And then and then other dudes like, oh, oh damn, we just a bitch. It's about 30 seconds while they sitting here <laughs> doing some shit while he reaching. He's been all stiff but doing this, and the other guy doesn't realize Listen, it. Listen, man, I conceded. Other, I conceded. I said the other one had a better director. <laughs> it's just it's just fucking bad. And then we can't get shot. They holding this nigga. Each one is holding a fucking limb. <laughs> Dragging him into the hospital while he's coughing up what looks like fucking hot sauce from a busted lip. And he's like, hey, hey. So it is so... So bad, bro. <laughs> I liked it when I was a kid, but when you when you like compare the right. two, like yeah. one is like way fucking better than the other. Right. And and also black movie making has come a long way. So you're also looking at it with today's lens. Yeah, Minister Society is a two. You're watching you're watching stuff like The Wire and Snowfall today. So now when you go back and watch Minister Society, it almost looks like it's a Wayne Brothers movie. Wait. Nah, because it wasn't funny. Wait. Nah, it was some parts nah, of the Nah, it was some funny shit in there. Funny yeah. parts in there. The when he, when he robbed him in the in the, in the drive through that was funny. Yeah. I was laughing. I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> that wasn't even a serious moment. <laughs> yeah, I. But as I was just thinking about that, as I was talking about that this morning with my wife, yeah. we was both like going in, like, "Damn, man, society was actually kind of bad." Yeah. But you know, you like it. But all of my yeah. favorite movies, a lot of my favorite movies are bad, bro. Like fucking. Uh, scary movie. <laughs> the yeah. Scary movies, they're fucking stupid, but they're so hilarious. Oh, listen. Scary movie came at the perfect time. I was One and 17. two after that. Is yeah, I was 17. I seen I, I seen Scary Movie 3 in the theaters, which I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 
Uh, I forgot someone else is with us. I forgot his name. Some some, some dark skinned kid or something. I think uh, I, bro- I, brother in law or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was Chris. Chris. It was Chris. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, shout out to him. Whatever you got going on. But um, mm-hmm. okay. that's another conversation. No. <laughs> uh, what was I about to say? I was about to say something. You said scary movie it threw me off. Damn. Oh well. It's a it. scary movie. It evoked an emotional response in you. Yeah, that's it. Brought you back, like yeah, yeah, and it come it, whatever whatever thought I had just just got ejected out the NES. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, man. Is there any other hood movies that you think were like classics compared to like today? You got any? Like, of course, movies from back in the day. It didn't need to have to be a movie. The Wood. The Wood is my favorite. This, there's only one answer to this. There's only one answer to the classic hood movie. Because it has transcended everything to where even the whites, the Chinese. Don't fucking say Friday, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> that is the only answer. That is the best hood movie. Yeah, the wood's not a hood movie. No. Friday is the no, Friday is the best hood movie. There's no argument. There's no argument. Remind me, the wood is is which one? Uh with the four with the three dudes, uh Tay DX. Uh, okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And if he had the had the light skinned brother that knocked his ass out. Yeah, Stacy. And then yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. That was that, is that the one where he showed them when they were young and old? Yeah, yeah. and then they got older. Okay. Yeah. And then uh the the dude Who's that one gangbanger? No, the the gangbanger. He's a gangbanger in every movie. In every movie, yeah, the light skinned He wasn't a gangbanger in uh was was that life? He was in there, um he was He wasn't, yeah, okay. The girl, yeah. yeah. I don't think we're talking about the same character. Yeah, I'm talking about the dude that was just in Snowfall. Okay, no, we're not talking about. Not, okay. okay, yeah, I'm talking about him. He was the um, he was the guy. Uh, fuck, I can't even think of that. I think it was like Tales from the Hood or something. But yeah, was, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how the fuck you gonna refrost some beans like that? That kid. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. He, it is you are talking about Stacy, but we well you're talking about from life. He didn't play a female or like a female representing character in the movie life. He I'm trying to think of what movie he played. You're talking about Joanna Man in life? No, I'm talking about Stacy played a role in some movie. I can't think of the name, it's the tip of my tongue, but he was um female. Not female, but you know, he was the lady that was mm-hmm. he was the feminine. Was it a jail one? Or was he in jail? It yeah, it wasn't life though. I mean, we all know about life. You're gonna eat your cornbread. Yeah. Nah, that was a Jenga was no uh Bernie Mac played Jenga Lang yeah. in life. What is the movie You talking about Joanna Man was Jenga Lang's girlfriend or whatever. That was the one that was dressed like a girl. Yeah, and he ran off and shot. How many dudes is dressed like a girl in That was only one. No, I dressed like a girl, but he's in jail. It's four to three friends, three to four friends, and they all did a crime or something like that. And they all get one was like a swimmer. It was the dude Stacy. And then it was um. Is it dead presidents? No, it's not dead presidents. No, cause um, I feel like the dude who played um Ricky, I thought he was in Morris that Chestnut. Movie. Yeah, Morris Chestnut was in that one too with Stacy. It was an older old school movie. I don't think I saw that. Now I'm not so. I I'll get back. Like you, you say Friday, you say the wood. I know the wood. It's not a hood movie, but I thought you were just asking what my favorite movie was in general. Like from the from the black from the black yeah, culture. Black. My favorite movie is not a black movie. I'm, there's barely any black people in that movie. It <laughs> is uh, Anchorman, uh, the legend of the legend of Ron Burgundy, because it is set in my home city. Oh my god! He knew a black folks. No, 
<laughs> like we agree on certain movies that we find like to be fucking hilarious, but then there's sometimes there's that disconnect. That's yeah, that disconnect. He likes fucking what was that Kung Pao? He thought that shit was. I did not. That what? Yeah, you I did not like that shit. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. You know what I liked about that movie? How bad it was. I purposely would piss all my friends off and show that movie. Oh, so that's how it happened because you played that fucking movie. Yeah. The fuck is this? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I pissed, <laughs> I pissed all my friends off in New York. I was like, I was like, yo, I got a fire ass movie for us to watch. Put that shit on. Niggas was looking at me like, nigga, what the fuck is this? Shit? I got a lot. There's that. There's uh, Zoolander. You ever seen Zoolander? I've seen oh Zoolander. Zoolander's hilarious. Uh, I'm waiting for you to name the one that I that I like. Kickboxer. Nope. Bloodsport. Nope. Anything Van Damme really? Street Fighter was hilarious. Nope. Still ain't, still ain't. Ain't no black people in. Well, Apple there was a black person now. Did you say Idlewild? No, I said Apple Pie. I can't think of American Pie. American Pie. No, oh, yeah, was, I thought he was gonna. You, you talking about good movies, right? Like the funny ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought he was gonna name fucking Step Brothers. That's my I shit. That, that, that I that I know he likes. That I do like Step Brothers. It is funny. <laughs> you guys watch, but I would like. I would like tell it. Yeah, I did. Uh, Pretty gay. I like Talladega really? Nights. Talladega Nights and Blades of Glory are better than. Oh, you, you just like Will Ferrell. That's all that is. Those are just funny movies, man. I like Elf better than all those. Elf has some funny shit in it. <laughs> Cotton headed ninny muggins. <laughs> I guess for the for the other culture, I guess I will say maybe the other culture. In the spirit of Christmas, top three Christmas movies go. Best Man. The holiday one or the, the regular one? one? Okay. Um. Oh my God. Um. Uh, the night before Christmas, always a classic, and uh, this Christmas, the one with Chris Brown in it. Wasn't that was a very? I know that, that was variance for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying, hey, you gotta be able to fit in, get in where you fit in. Mm. Mine is a Christmas story. Okay, you shoot your eye out. <laughs> a Christmas story. A Christmas story. Oh. Huh? The same way? I don't watch nothing else. Mm. I'll maybe give honorable Did you mention. watch the new one? Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe honorable mention to Charlie Brown Christmas, but that's oh. about it. Jesus. <laughs> hate that one. <laughs> I like the little dances they be doing. But I don't really, we don't really, I've watched A Christmas Story when they play it like 24 hours in a row. Mm -hmm. Literally like every year since they've been doing that. Really? That is my shit. You don't watch Friday After Next? That's a good Christmas movie. What's yeah. your three? That's, that's one of your three? No. But it was saying it's a good Christmas movie. <laughs> I think I went out. Um, I'm just going to combine these into one movie. The first two Home Alones. I knew you said A lot of people like Home Alones. It's, oh, it's not a Christmas movie to me, though. All right, shit. It is to me. <laughs> um, this one's a little bit of a stretch, but I think it's a, I think it's a Christmas movie. I like the first Die Hard. That is a Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a good Christmas movie. I give it to you. That's definitely a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you should like watch it on Christmas, but it it happens on Christmas. So. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> I can't really think of a third one. There's a lot of Christmas shit. Mm. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, you know what I said earlier? Elf. I just thought Elf. I like Elf. Elf is Elf is really good. What about those like uh, remember those like claymation animatronic movies like? Yeah, like the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Oh no, you're well, talking, no, oh, you're talking about new. the throwback no, ones. I mean, that old, old. You're talking about throwback. when we were kids, the Frosty the Snowman ones and yeah, all that. Yeah, like cotton for clouds and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. You talking about back when you? Yeah. You talking about back when Snowman and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. You talking about back when Gumby was the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the kind of like 
Shit, I was like, those ones, uh, they're all right. They always showed them or whatever. Oh, always. I wish Tom and Jerry would come back. That shit, it was racist, but it was. They did come back, but it wasn't. It wasn't the raw Tom yeah. and Jerry we we used to. Yeah, they had edited out a lot of stuff. Yeah, and that shit, I didn't like that. A lot of that stuff you can't even find no more because of cancel culture. They, mm-hmm. they they got rid of a lot of that shit because it was just. Hey, yo, it was racist, but that shit was fucked, yeah. bro. <laughs> like that's. I mean, was, was hey, coming coming back mm-hmm. full circle to what we was talking about in the beginning. You see, uh, Looney Tunes, they canceled the uh, Pepe Le Pew. You don't see him at all no more. Oh, they don't show that shit no more because mm-hmm. that nigga was a. T- he was a racist. Wow. Yeah, sexual harasser. He was just mm-hmm. in every episode. He's just running around chasing the girl, grabbing her, and just having his way with her. And she's just trying to get away. He's a yeah, yeah, yeah. And we laughed, but that's just terrible. And then, then, like we kids, we watching that, and kids growing up doing that stuff. And it's like, where are they learning that? Yeah, Yeah, they needed to get that shit out there because once I got old enough to realize, I was like, that shit is problem. Exactly. Was there anything, any other cartoons that were like super problematic? I mean, besides Tom and Jerry in almost every episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, feel I, mean, like... I was a Ninja Turtle guy, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Rugrats is. I mean, I love Rugrats. Rugrats. What do Rugrats do? Some of the stuff that they say, like now you'll go back and you'll listen to it. You'll be like, oh man. Like, you didn't even, like, we didn't even realize that um, Phil Lil's mom, you know, she was more of the masculine side and the dad was a feminine side. And then, um, well, it was a one episode. Cause I, I like real rats. I know what you mean. Yeah, and um, they well they said Shucky was gay. They said <laughs> that. Uh, they brought up all kinds of evidence up yeah. to here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just some of the stuff they used to do, like who letting their baby kids, their kids. I'm just about to say baby kids. I'm just letting their uh, kids run free. Do you know what cartoon I hated? Still hate to this day, Caillou. Oh yeah, I hate that big that that baby is bad. I hate that shit. I hate the little nigga's voice. I hate his hate parents. I hate that fucking shit. Oh, talking back. <laughs> yep, be crying and whining and shit, abusing the fucking cat. Like he, yeah. he be abusing the cat and shit, knowing that nothing about it. it was, I never, I never watched it, so I don't know what she was Ball head baby with like uh, two little strings and her. Oh, I think I've seen a picture of that before. Yeah, I never watched it though. Yeah, the, the cartoons I grew up watching was like Ninja Turtles, Smurfs. Fraggle Rock. Uh, was it Snorks? Yeah, Somebody Snorks. Snorks. Yeah. That's all like Hanna puppies. Hanna Barbera shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, and then, as like I was like just before I became a teenager, like I was watching the gangster shit, like Darkwing Duck and Ducktales and Scummy Bears. That that was the game, man. I watched that shit today. That shit holds up. You put all this hard. Listen, I love Worms. gargoyles. The, I'm talking about that that whole lineup. Mm-hmm. Rescue yeah, Ranger, look, Rescue Ranger. You put that shit on today, and I'm tuned in. I'm watching that shit. You, you these cartoons, these cartoons, these kids watch today. I, mean, I ain't got no time for that shit. I don't even think they watch cartoons. They just be watching shit on Netflix or whatever. Like, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, hey, the, listen, the kids today will never know how good we had it. When you went to school Monday through Friday and you looked forward to that big ass bowl of cereal Saturday morning to sit there from 8 a.m. till 1 watching all your cartoons. And I had to flick back because sometimes mine was on channel 5 and 11. You know what it was? We had our own own little schedule because we would watch those cartoons for those five, six hours. But there were certain channels that would play certain shit we wanted to watch. Like you wanted to watch Tiny Toons, you went here. But then if you wanted to watch Transformers, you went over here. So... They had yeah. Static Shock on Channel 11. I was trying to watch that. I was trying to watch something else on 4. I'm like, oh, God. They, they got, they too spoiled, man. They literally, like you said, they could whip out Netflix mm-hmm. and just sit exactly. there and run through the whole shit. 
We came up in the era, there was no DVR. You had to be stead put in front of your TV if you wanted to see it. Otherwise, you couldn't hang with your friends on Monday to talk about the episode because you missed out. You just hope they run that shit again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but and they eventually would, but because everything like, was syndicated, like but you didn't know when it was yeah. gonna come on. So if you missed it, you just missed it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing though. <laughs> At least now they can. I mean, if we look back on our childhood because we liked it, but I always say, if I had the same shit the kids have today, I'd be the same as them. I wouldn't have left my fucking house either. But you know what? We wouldn't appreciate it as much. Mm-hmm. It goes back to what we said last, well, what I said last episode about me having access to all these games with Game Pass, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. When you have so much to your disposal, you take it for granted. You wind up not playing anything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, I don't. you probably remember this, but... A uh, friend of mine, when I lived in Long Island, they, they had this thing called the Sega Channel. I had that shit, yep. Thank where you had, this was like the original, where you like put the little cable modem yeah, thing in there, Genesis put the cartridge in there, mm-hmm. and that, that was basically online gaming before we knew what online gaming was. Yeah. And you literally had 50, 100, whatever games at your disposal. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world Yeah, I had that for the too. first two weeks. But then it got to the point where you see, oh, this is only the same all 100 games. First of all, Back then, you only really had like five or ten games that you even really gave a fuck about. Five or ten. So the fact that I rich had, nigga, five or ten, but I'm saying that you cared about, and you didn't own them all. You had other friends that had them, and y'all yeah. would swap parties. There was that game exchange that was dope. That's what I'm saying. The game exchanges. So it was like, and then when you finally had all these games at your disposal, it was just like, it got to a point. Sometimes I'd be like, I don't know what I want to play. Mm-hmm. Mega Man. Whereas be some shit you may not love, but it's all you got. So you get into it and figure that. it out. Yeah, you're gonna cherish that. Yep, yep, yeah, man. Yeah, because I'm actually going back and play some retro games. I'm like, why the fuck was I playing this? This shit is hard as fuck, but it's all I had. So yeah. I just got good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and interesting. And most of those games, most of those games, it was crazy when you think about it because we couldn't even save half the time. No, I will leave. Every time out. you would pick it up. You're starting from the beginning, and we would just run through it. Yeah, run the table on that shit. Run the table on it, then turn it off. Next time you play it, it's like... Or leave it on. Progress, 0%. <laughs> then run through it again. And then when the game started giving you codes, it's like long-ass 36-game oh, You had to write that shit like, down. That was so your checkpoint? Yeah. When you want to get back to level three, you had this long... I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I used to write that shit down. <laughs> Oh man, I used to keep a little notebook in my pencil right next to the Nintendo. I forgot about that. You could that. trade those too, because if you got one from your friend, you would start yep. off where they got yep. the yep. And he's like, oh, this is right before the last boss. I'm like, oh shit, give me that. Right. That is hilarious. Wow. You know, something's buried that you just unlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a memory unlock. <laughs> cute, cute the achievement sound. So, I, used to, used to, I think most of your gaming experience too, probably, uh, was all like being able to save, even if they had like just a little battery cartridge mm-hmm. on it. But yeah, back in the day, there was none of that shit. You right first at first, there was no, no save. You play that shit, and that's it. Yeah. Then they came up with the codes and stuff. Yeah. And then eventually, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had the you had the rare games that you could actually save, like you know, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. You, you know, but had a battery. But I'm gonna tell you this: the look on my face when I was almost done with Zelda the first time, and that battery died, <laughs> and when I turned it on, and my game save file was just gone. That was my first experience of. Losing a memory card. Because <laughs> oh, it, it happened later in life on PlayStation when you had the little memory cards, mm-hmm. but that was my first experience of it. I think that was the first time I experienced true heartbreak. 
Any Sony that's played the original Legend of Zelda, when you get to the very end and all that stuff that you've done, mm-hmm. to lose all that, you you feel my pain right now. What I'm saying, but you started over again, man. Okay, not that cartridge. Oh, no. I had to get another one that had a brand new battery in it because mm-hmm. I didn't even know about at the time. I didn't know that the ba- I just thought the game didn't work. Mm-hmm. It was stop saving period. Yeah, exactly. I would save, and the next time I turned on, so I was like, this shit is broken. <laughs> So I had to literally just threw that shit away and got a new the, one. The gold cartridge too. Had the gold one too. <laughs> I'll toss that shit. Wish I had it today. That gold cartridge is probably worth like a thousand dollars. All right, shit. This is intact, man. Yeah. Ah, gaming. I could talk about that shit forever. This motherfucker fell off, but I've been I've been gaming since I was like seven, bro. I, yeah. It never yeah. stops. Luckily, I have a tolerant wife. <laughs> yeah, you got lucky because. A lot of these girls today, like you, you get clowned if you play games because a lot of these games today, like, I mean, you know, most of them like are possessed with just GTA, like 2K, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like a lot of girls, they're just like, uh, fucking games again. You know, not, not a rare one like this one, you know, this one, you turn the PlayStation on, she obviously going to come sit right next to you and play. So we see, that's exactly what I do not want. People's like, ah, what's I get a girlfriend, a gamer girl, but fuck that. Cause this is my PlayStation. Oh Lord! Yeah, don't play Put your my profile shit. in there. Especially if we only got one PlayStation. I can't play because you playing. Oh nah. Nah, oh, nah. Just get another one. I used to make this shitty joke to my wife about me playing PlayStation all the time, which I used to think was funny as hell. I kind of still do, but she never thought it was funny. And it's like, you want to know why I play all the games all the time? Because my game is right there in that corner waiting for me. It wants to play when I want to play. Oh, when I'm ready to stop, it stops and it doesn't complain. It's still sitting there waiting for me when I get back. If I leave it there running, it's there running when I get back and it never complains. I could leave it there for months and come back. And where is it? Right there waiting for me, ready to play. And if you can be like my PlayStation, maybe we get along better. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And she was like, mm. yeah, it's about it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, pretty shitty joke. And yeah. I, I eventually That's- got it's a bad joke, but I thought it was, I thought it was funny as hell. But it's like, it's kind of funny. No, it is but- funny. It is funny. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, so I ain't gonna laugh at Be like my PlayStation and we get along better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see your wife and be like, oh, you, you thought that shit was funny, huh? Oh, girls. But, girls. Hey, <laughs> that shit was funny, huh, nigga? <laughs> yeah, hey, you was laughing real hard on that part. <laughs> Bless, man. I see moms support her. Girls, girls, we gotta sit together, those girls. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. See, we don't do that. We don't like, we gotta stick together as men. Like, we, we all for self. Alan. Yeah, think that is also why men's relationships last longer than y'all's because we don't require as much of each other. Y'all, oh, y'all require too much. Like, do I have best friends? I, don't, I know niggas for 15 years. I don't know that nigga's birthday is. Mm. Really? Interesting. Nope. And you know what? And he knows I don't know. So uh, when I don't call him and tell him happy birthday, it's not like this mark on our friendship and they don't really care about me and all this other kind mm. of shit. I don't. I speak on it, like, I don't feel that way. They may not be. You seem to be an anomaly. Uh, so I maybe friends out there yeah. for years, you know, yeah, for twenty years. See, maybe because you don't require that much, you there, you hang out, you talk to them sometimes. Sometimes you don't. It is what it is, and I you cool like that. But a lot of them, like if you're not keeping, that's why like all the internet no, memes listen. and shit. Be like, oh, check that they, you know, who your real friends are the ones who don't check on you. I'm like, hmm? nigga, the phone calls go both ways. <laughs> but that's just that's so you don't weird. feel no type of way if somebody forgets important moments for you. I think it depends on who, obviously, right? But not. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. But if it's like your best best friend, mm-hmm. and like you know she forgot your birthday, 
Um, I think it's a, maybe it's a precedent. Like if y'all been friends for 15 years and y'all never celebrated it together then nothing, but if it's this thing that happens all the time and then, then they actually forgot because there's something to forget, then maybe, but if y'all never really did that shit, then I mean, I don't know. Yeah. My two best friends, we always celebrate birthday. I'm going to say, I mean, cause of social media, it's kind of hard to even forget somebody's yeah. birthday. It, it should remind you, no, such and such birthday coming up in a couple of days. That's just they put it on us. I know some people yeah. done it or not. My close friends, I'm the two best, two female best friends since we was alive and shout out to y'all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, yeah, some people don't put their birthdays on social media. Yeah. Crazy. Is your birthday on there? Is okay. So you better not forget it. The year you were born to? No, I need no idea. Are you one of those? <laughs> one of those just the month and the date? I always been month and the date. No, okay. January two thousand and six. How come you don't want people myself? to know how old you are? They don't need to know. I mean, maybe not like the general public, but you know, like a regular person. Who? Like before this podcast, you told me easily when, when how old you were. You didn't. You was like, I'm thirty something. You said a number, yeah. but you said a number, and now you're like, I'm thirty ish. Yeah, you did. No, no, she no flipped that. Uh, no, she no, she started thirty ish, and then somewhere in there she slipped and she said thirty four ish. Yeah, yeah. What? She said thirty ish first, and then she said thirty four ish later. All right. That's why I started laughing at her because I'm like, oh, you just threw that in there now. It was around when we was talking about her having a kid. So is it plus or minus? But before we started recording, she told me her actual age. So they guess that was a slip, huh? I was about to slip. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Damn. Check the footage. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said check the footage. Oh, uh, well, I just, I just find it interesting. Nah. Well, shit, maybe. About three, four minutes before we started. It's just, it's just interesting that you like don't want to uh, show your age like People that. People need to know, no. It don't matter. But you're, you're a private person, I get it. Thank you. Why, why, why is it that girls don't like, or why is the code that we're not supposed to ask your weight, your age, all that kind of stuff. Why is it? I get the, I understand the weight one. I don't, like, I don't weight. think it's really relevant. Like, what is? What does it matter? Because she could tell you any number, and it's not like you're like a fucking machine. Maybe I want to know your weight so I can know if I can handle that. Maybe I want to know their height. You should me, be able to look and see. Men sometimes, yeah. you know, no. don't want to say their height. What? Yeah. How's that? I was thing? just having this conversation on the way here <laughs> about people. Only people that have Kevin Samuels. And I speak about it, speak about it. Kevin, Kevin Samuels was saying that. Mm hmm. <laughs> Kevin. Wait, okay, that sounds like. Mm. Ahead, Kevin Samuels was saying that a woman shouldn't ask a uh, high value man his uh, height if she if, uh, he doesn't want her to ask her weight. That's what he, he said him to. Same standards, yeah. And a guy was just telling me this. In the car, and then I went and looked it up, and he did it's say that. Weird. Like, it's like when you like, when you run into a person, you can you know guesstimate how tall a person is. Most of the time, women just care: are you taller than them? The number itself isn't like as relevant. But uh, then, as far as the weight, it's like the guy will visually look at a woman, and based on how she looks, he'll decide if that's what he was willing to handle. And now she can look a certain way, like, yeah, I'll get all up in it. And she says, oh, I'm 160. Oh, fuck, 160. <laughs> like, see, what difference does that make? She can look at a guy who's taller than her she's attracted to. He says he's 5'10". Oh, I'm not dating anybody less than 6 feet. Like, it's just arbitrary numbers. You know what the difference between 6 feet and 5'10 is? Two inches. Two inches. And you can't fucking tell by looking at two people, looking at someone, the difference between 5'10 and Put on six some platforms. Nah. I know. You put on some Timbos or some shit, and that nigga's 6 feet. And then for weight, the weight thing is like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird to me to ask somebody what they're like, I don't get the relevance. Like, it makes sense, I guess, when does it make sense? You don't know how to ask somebody their height if you're in front of them. Mm -hmm. 
if you know, I guess really you can just sum up whether or not they're tall enough for you. I guess like on dating apps or something. Yeah, but that's what he. Like, you know, see, I'm I'm full out of touch with that. Yeah, maybe that's what he's trying. Probably why I'm missing. I never me. even got to ex- really experience dating apps. It <laughs> <laughs> seems like thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you good. <laughs> Yeah, the, probably the only thing you got to see was like MySpace. It's, lo- it's lopsided, like the experience for what I'm talking to people about. Women have like a like this, like oh, they do have an abundance of matches, but it's like mostly people they don't want to fuck with. And dudes have almost have almost no matches, only the top tier like men. And when they say that, it's like more than just their looks, because most niggas don't know how to take a picture. So they'll they'll post <laughs> pictures of themselves, and it'd be some stupid ass pictures or some shit. Or again. Again, it, they'll post pictures of what they've been brainwashed to think masculinity is. Mm-hmm. So they're taking a picture of themselves flexing in the mirror, thinking that's masculine. Another dude, the chick, be like, "That's that's pretty gay looking." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you just we they don't know. But most dudes cannot take a picture. Like that's what I hear all the time. So that seems like oh, if, that, if it's presented, oh god, child. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm like, I can't see. Yeah, yours isn't a USB C powered right now. That's where the light comes from. Oh, it's still recording though. But uh Yeah, I, I missed the whole thing. See, see girls all worried about appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my light? <laughs> Forget about if it's recording. I know. Open right? the pretty light. Whatever. <laughs> Alright, maybe maybe next time we'll make sure it'll like glow pinkers for you. Yeah, we'll yeah. But do you even like pink? Is that you That's like pink? That was, I made a yeah. guesstimate. It was, you know, I guess, yeah, pink nails. Hmm. How so? You guys done dating apps or whatever? Right? Let me ask you. I don't think I've even talked to you about it. Either. Like, how's it? How is that shit? I mean, it's cool. They make it easy now. Swipe left, swipe right. But um, I'm not that deep into it to the point where I know the differences. Because from what I'm hearing, there's certain apps for certain things you're looking for. Like, I guess if you're just looking to fuck, then you go on like I guess Tinder and POF or something like that. But then if you if you I guess what grinders like gay or something like that. What's P- um, what's what's POF? Plenty of fish. Oh, I heard it. I've heard of that. And then uh, I guess like uh, what's it called? Ridge. Hinge. Hinge. There we go. Hinge. <laughs> Ridge, hinge and oh, I know uh, b- Bumble. Hinge and Bumblebee. One one of them shit. Hinge and Bumble something. <laughs> I think those are the ones that you're supposed to go to, and you'll find like a relationship because I guess they they have it to where you can organized like these are my likes these are my dislikes and mm-hmm. when somebody else has likes and dislikes they they kind of merge them so you'll 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 likely to see people that agree with your dislikes and mm-hmm. agree with your likes so those are i guess those are supposedly the apps that you go to when you're looking for that partner but the other ones the first ones i mentioned those are the ones you look up when you just try and get some some boom boom okay yeah oh i'm not on any day now I mean, we know you're not on nothing now, uh, but what has been your experience? Yeah, which, which, which apps did you deactivate? You need to come closer to the mic, too, by the way. Come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really care for dating apps. I like when people meet me in person. I like somebody walking up to me. I have been on a dating app. So I just feel like it's just, for me, it was just too many um, options. I'm in a buffet. I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't remember to ask people their favorite color over. I, I didn't care for that. You gotta. It seems like you got to do more weed, more effort by trying to weed. Yeah, out. and it, it was just too much going on on there. And then I'm in a new stadium, just like too much. So yeah, I delete. I delete those real quick. So when you were on your 18 month dating spree, like what? <laughs> why did you laugh? Because he said spree. Well, that's a strong word. Why are you looking at me like you said you were dating for a year and a half? 
Continue. See, see, I'm I'm that guy. I listen. Anyway, um, so when you're out there in the streets dating for 18 months, outside, not online, because you say you don't do online. Where were some of like the places that you would go to like look for that type of person that you want? Um, well, at that time, I was more going like, to like bar scenes and stuff like that. So I was really learning um, Dallas, so like lounges, okay. hookah balls, stuff like that. You know? Okay. Like, yeah, at that time, it was during mm. summertime, so concerts. Did you get a lot of men walking up to you? Well, maybe not. A lot is a relative term, but you know what I mean. No, actually, I got more um, people walking up to me when I went to Houston. It's Dallas. Yeah, they mm. was approaching in Houston then. <laughs> oh, okay. That's great. You got, you got some work down there? No. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that that's code for yeah. not no more. <laughs> that's code for I had some work down there. <laughs> yep, look, look, look. <laughs> yep, that's code had for some, had some work down yeah, there. That's code I got work down there. <laughs> <laughs> that's worked ed. I got work down there. <laughs> <laughs> One of the motor motor thing here from a lot of dudes is like they just they don't approach no more because supposedly they say that's what women they don't want to be approached. So really? interesting to hear you say. Yeah, yeah, he's approaching me in a grocery store. You can approach me. I'm not gonna have a pawn on my head, but if my hair is pulled back into a doodle bomb, you know, you can yeah. still approach me with some leggings. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I met I met you in a grocery store. But that's a conversation for another day. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as like buying drinks and stuff for a girl, right. or, or approaching a girl in the, in the bar, I, I don't really do that no more now because I'm I'm kind of. And this is gonna kind of sound like a rant, but go on it. I'm kind of nah, it ain't gonna be that long. <laughs> I'm tired of girls that are out there with a sense of entitlement. I disapprove of the women that go out and they're like, "I don't need to open up my wallet because I'm gonna find some niggas out here to buy me a drink." I don't like girls with that mentality. Mm. Like I appreciate the girl who will buy her own drink and give me the opportunity to buy her a second one. Not the ones that just sit there and they out there just looking like little parakeets just waiting for you to feed them. <laughs> no, I'm just being real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Show me that you came outside with some money. You know what I'm saying? Show me that you got some kind of conversation first. Don't just expect me to buy you a drink or something. Or even worse, buy you and your friend a drink. And then, all right, thank you. And then walk off. I get the not buying a drink thing, but you're going to have to initiate the conversation. You got to. No, she got eyes just like I got eyes. So if she see all this, she could walk up to me too. Oh, wait. there he go with that face, bro. <laughs> first of all, this is how this is how I am. This is how I am. That's one and two. It works because girls do approach me when I'm out. Let me ask you the same thing I ask everybody when they okay. say what you just said. Uh, how's that worry for you? Ha ha! I like her. I can say I'm in a relationship. <laughs> oh, the shame! It's working. I was minding my business and she walked up to me. To me, working is like... Both times. I'm like married with children. That's like... Mm. That's married like, with children. Yeah, that's like working. If you're just like trying to get a girlfriend or some shit like that, I mean... And at our age, if you're like 21 and what you're saying, that will be it's working. <laughs> but at our age, and you doing that shit and you single and you ain't had a... You ain't got married, ain't got family and kids. It's not working. I mean, yeah, I ain't got married. Yeah. Waiting, so, so that, waiting, is, that is not working. I'm waiting for <laughs> So marriage justifies it all. What's why are you why are you dating? Why are you in a relationship with a woman? What's the, what's the end game? What's the point? Mm. Partnership. 
that marriage, companionship. Right? You're you're not you're not looking to get married. I mean, yeah, that would be the end game, I guess. I believe in marriage, but here's my here's here's my weird stance on marriage. I'm hesitant to get married only because not because I don't want to get married. I do want to get married, but I want that to be at least the one pure thing in my life. I want to be one and done. So in other words, the day I get married, if I'm not married no more, it's because one of us are dead. That is uh, an intentional commitment. That's not some shit that just magically happens. I know, but, but that's why I'm so cautious about it. Because you got a lot of niggas out here, oh man, about to be my sixth wife. And I'd be like, wait, what? Now, let me me be more clear. Okay. Uh, When I say that's a decision, when you're in a relationship, something is going to happen that's going to make you think you don't want to leave this person and break up. It's going to happen. And not a maybe. Oh, I mean, it's gonna happen. that's already happened in this little court process. <laughs> yes. But yeah, go ahead. And you got to stay committed to the marriage Absolutely. to stick through it. Absolutely. So that's why I'm saying it's more of an action. What you're talking about is almost like this feeling thing that's kind of just going to happen. I'll know it happens. It's the one. That's just not how it works. You commit yourself to somebody. The two of you guys commit yourselves to each other and you push through. That's that's marriage. It is much harder and uglier than you think it is. And you think you're going to get married to some, somebody and it's just going to be easy all the way through. It's just not. Bro. No. It's two people. They're no. going to change. They're going to grow. You guys are going to disagree. It's all kinds of shit. So I'm just saying, like, I want it to be this, like, one and done thing. I understand that. But that's like a, that's a commitment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And, and when, what commitment means is I'm not going to stick to it when things are easy, when things get hard, when something gives me an actual reason to leave. I stay. Absolutely. And and that's that's basically what I'm getting at. Like when I get married, I want it to be somebody who's going to be on the same pattern as me. We're going to work through everything. We're going to work to make this work. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I mean. Okay. I just don't want to make a mistake. Get married to somebody where if we have a disagreement and now the marriage is over. Now now it's tainted. Now next time I get married, second time married. Relationships are always a gamble, bro. Absolutely. So exactly. I ain't say I don't date. I guess you can make. A I ain't say I don't go in relationships. I don't have relationships. I have those. I date and I have relationships. But as far as that end game, I don't want to go there until I have that connection with somebody where I feel like we're just continuously growing. Now I know I want to make that my wife. Here's one thing I that I've seen as has been clearly evidenced with every man that I've known in my life. Once they want to be married, they're married within a year, mm. maybe two max. So we're going to look back at this day year or two, year. you not married, but I'm just saying through all this time, bro, it's because you don't want to be married. You don't really want to be married, bro. You just can't get, you need to, you need to face that back because for men, what you when think, it com- you think I'm when it, you know, when it comes to relationships for mm-hmm. men, when we want to be in one, we in one, just like if women wants to fuck, she fucks because she has control over that mm-hmm. relationships and commitment. That's what we got. So when you want that, you mm-hmm. get that. And if you don't have it, it's because you don't want it. Not really. Even though how you said it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I'll have it if I if I if I get there and want to. But let's say you wanted to start a business Why you and, be a, and be a com- <laughs> let's say you wanted to start a business and so you want that business to be successful. And I say, hey, you want your business to be successful? Yeah, if, if if it happens that yeah, sure. That's you, nigga. That's Michael Jackson. Stop making me sound so But you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, yeah. When you want that when you want that to happen, you make it happen and it does. When it comes to relationships. So really think about it, bro. The reason why you're not in a long term relationship like that is because you don't really want that. And that's okay. Maybe you're just not there. But you gotta realize that. And it's then long term married relationship is not some shit you just end up in. 
when you end up in that, that's where divorce and stuff comes from. Mm-hmm. That's when you have a baby who's a chick, I might as well marry her. And that's why they get a divorce. You don't end up in a long-term committed relationship. You make one, you commit to one, and you get in it on purpose. Yeah. If you end up in one. <laughs> so it looks like we're in the same boat, bud. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you can say that, though. I don't want to be in one. Great. Don't fool yourself is all I'm saying. Well, and, don't, and don't fool other people. <laughs> not fooling nobody. I'm not fooling nobody. He's like, hey, don't put that on me, dog. Don't put that on, put that on my jacket. <laughs> I want this, cuz. All right. I'm going to say, we ain't about the other shit, man. More to, I'm just saying this to think about it for yourself. Like, think about for it yourself. Sure. Like, okay, sure. how intentional am I being about what it is that I want? And am I moving in that way? Absolutely. Or, am I, or if I'm just figuring I'm just going to end up there. Matching pajamas. I'm moving that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, think about the words I'm saying. Do you feel like you're going to end up in a marriage? Is that what you want to be, is end up in a marriage? I don't want to end up in a marriage. I don't want to just fall in that's a kind of the That's kind of the words you use. Like, oh, sure, yeah. And maybe, like, just the way you're, you're talking to I'm just saying words mean something. Right. And think about the way you express it. The way you express it is almost like, yes, not to use, a Michael, not to use a Michael Jackson. I want a wife. I want to be off these streets. Then get a wife. It's just like, mm-hmm. just simple. Just like that. Get a wife. <laughs> like you know you know my brother right but he was my older brother okay he'd been he was out there but once he decided once he actually got to the point where he was wanted to be married yeah a year and a half and at the time he decided he wanted to be married he had never even met the chick he married that's how it happens well that's the one power that the guys do have over the women like y'all have the power of y'all choose who y'all want to fuck but we choose who we want to marry. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay. No, I wasn't. I know she's like, I wasn't okay. trying to like shit on you. I was just, I was just, I was just saying that's the one power the guys do have. Okay. You know, you ain't got no. I would, I would call it more. I would call it more sex and commitment, not fucking marry. But ah, uh, well, you know, I'm the vulgar. Sex can be a general yeah. thing. Could be fucking or making love, and commitment could be long term relationship or married or whatever. Yeah. But I figure, then maybe this is just my old school thinking, but I figure the whole purpose of the whole dating and all this bullshit you're going through is to get to the point of being in a long-term committed relationship. Exactly. Of, of course. And I won't say I'm more than any bullshit. Oh, it's bullshit. <laughs> I just, I just say, Y'all just got to describing how shitty it was out there. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> just moving through the trash. Like, oh, basura, basura. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that Ken Griffey signed baseball? Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> like I said, wasn't looking, seeing something that was looking intriguing. I'm like, mm, okay. So yeah, there you go. Lock it down. Oh, you already did. You already did. Matching pajamas, dog. Hey, I want a copy of that shit. Excuse me. I want evidence yeah, that this chair. Yep. Maybe you don't want to put it online, but I want to see these pictures. I need evidence. Hmm. <laughs> Evidence of what? The, the matching pajamas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you think I'm just, you think yeah. I'm just talking for content purposes? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I just got to see it, bro. It's like one of those pics or it didn't happen type shit. Hello. Hey, hey. This is the third time I'm gonna throw it back at you, but so I can't be sending you no pictures. What? Uh huh. He got me. So my dog here has a habit of with some before this girl to whoever this girl is. Uh, what? Not, we're not saying her name. Yeah. I know what her name is. But when he would okay. say, oh, what do you think about this girl? Something he'd want to send me a picture of him. Mm-hmm. I'm a married man. 
So okay. I'm like, bro, don't be sending me pictures of chicks. Mm-hmm. And I know he don't mean nothing by it. Right. Right. He's not. Norm, but but I'm just saying it's like it's, yeah. it's a respect thing. And if yeah. it were the other way, my wife had a friend who was sending her pictures of niggas. I would not appreciate that shit. So yeah. just out of like respect. So I just told him. So now this he says every like, time he says something, I'll send you a picture. picture. <laughs> I'm like, I can't send you a picture, bro. <laughs> I mean, maybe if both of you guys are in it. Versus just her. Yeah, I think that will fly. Yeah. You and her together yeah. in the picture. Yeah. That will that will yeah. be okay. Okay. Or but it's okay. just her in some yeah, like, some picture. Like why you got the shit on there, like, But yo, look at this little. Like, well, he was just hey, showing me. Hey, look at this. Showing. Hey, look at this lingerie. I got her dog. Yeah, not. Nah. <laughs> I'm telling you, they gonna be in there. I'm in the picture. You don't see that little shadow in the back. Nah. Well, <laughs> you don't see my reflection holding the camera, dog. Nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like I've had to do with other friends and shit too, because that's what niggas do. They share pictures or whatever, and I've had to tell them either through Instagram or whatever. Like, hey man, don't 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 send me. And you know what sucks for me? I was kind of hurt when he said this to me. <laughs> because I'm not even the type that even share pictures of chicks with dudes. I don't even be like, hey, what you think about this girl, bro? So then the one time I did it, for him to reject it how he did, I was just like, I was like, ah. Bro, you can show me on your phone all day. There like, go. I got to answer the, I got to, excuse me, I got to answer that when it comes. And it's just, it's just, it, it's a bad look. It's inappropriate. I got you. So, and that's why I said, I know you didn't mean nothing by it. I know you're not sending me pictures, just sending me You can't just look at the picture and then just delete it, bro. I mean, that's. Just, it ain't like so you're making it, 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 ain't like you make it your wallpaper. Nah, it's still, it's still the action. Yeah. It's the action. All right. Gotcha. And if you're always doing that, I fuck around and forget to delete one this time. And then my excuse is, oh, I usually delete them. She's like, what? Right. So how about we just not, and we gotcha. don't have to have that conversation. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. How you feel about people going through your phone? <laughs> he went right to that shit. Like, yeah, Ooh. people. Like, how would you feel if like your man you was talking to went through your phone? Oh, okay. I'm gonna high. Leather. Gotcha. I assume my wife goes through my phone. I don't care about that type of stuff. I mean, which is why you yeah. said what you said. Yeah, so I always say. Things. But I would imagine if she goes, let's I'm not gonna throw no smutter in the name, but mm-hmm. let's say she do go through your phone. The picture is in your inbox of my text message of me saying, what do you think about this girl I'm talking to? Not like, yo, what's up, dog? You trying to hit this? Like, you Some know. people don't say, what do you think of this girl I'm talking to? They usually say, what do you think of her? She she a baddie, huh? Told you. That's the kind of, that's what niggas say in real life. What yeah. you're saying, it, if it was framed that way, but people usually don't, man. They send a, they'll, or we'll talk about it and yeah. say, I'm gonna send you a pic and you don't put no words. It's just a pic because yeah. we talked about it already. Yeah. Now there's not even a context there. And again, yeah. I have to explain. Gotcha. So to avoid me to have to explain, say yeah. anything, the discussion is never even had. Yeah. If ain't no photos on my phone. Yeah, he, hey, he, he sat me down like I was T.I. son. <laughs> he was like, he was like, listen here, listen here. Don't be sending no shit in my phone, dog. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, my nigga. I was like, damn, my fault. <laughs> That's what I say. I've I've had this conversation with many, and it's just yeah. like, and they all kind of like, oh, really? But it's usually somebody who's not married. Someone gotcha. who is married is like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't know if you deleted the picture, but but if you remember the picture, it's that person. I remember you showing me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's that person. Well, if she didn't go through his phone before. She's definitely gonna go through it after this episode. Um, I like I said throughout our marriage, I assume because they just you never know. Sometimes you all share passwords. Uh, I'm pretty sure she has mine, and her I think her fingerprint and all that shit's in my phone or whatever too. Wait, so. what? Her fingerprint is assigned to your phone? Yeah, bro. Sometimes I need her to get something out of my phone. I'm like, hey, babe, email me 
blah, blah, blah to my work email and my phone's in a room with her. So she just does it for me. I don't have to get up and go in there. Why are you, why are you breaking your neck looking at me like that? I use my peripherals. Yes, you are. I'm looking at him fucking you. Because you asked me a question, do I have a problem with someone going through my phone? And yeah. I was going to reverse it back and ask you, and I didn't get a chance to. So when the Oh, no, nah, it's cool. We, we, keep the, we keep it on him. So, um, <laughs> so will you react? That's just crazy because on the, you have Android, right? Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. On the Android, you have both, right? Isn't it like I've had? You, you, oh, you have the option of doing like the pattern and the code if you don't have the fingerprint. Fingerprint pattern. So that's what just threw me off because I'm like, I can understand her having the code because I'm not saying now she has it, that too. Yeah, but when you was like the fingerprint, I'm like, damn, like you, she was there in the setup, like, mm-hmm, watch out, nigga. I mean, whichever <laughs> is easiest for like, like there's times where I need her to do something yeah. on my phone. Like one time, I left my phone at home. Yeah, I emailed her from work and was like, hey, I needed to send this file or reply to this text message. Do it for me. And she just did it. You see, that, you see that, y'all? Now that is that is love right there. That is love. That is love. What? I don't. What? No, I'm that. Okay. Oh, because I left my phone at home unattended. No, because you left your phone at home unattended, and you had your woman go through it to get you something. Ninety-five uh, percent of these niggas would have been on the freeway doing ninety to get home to their phone. Yeah. Shit, I left my phone. <laughs> I think 95 percent of single niggas probably would have did that or something. Nah, I think single. I would no, like niggas to think, in a relationship. I would like to think I'm talking. I, you know, I'm going all the way to a hundred with this. I would like to think most married dudes aren't doing that shit. Sure, them niggas is really running to get their phone. I, I would like. I would like to think that, but I don't. know. The Lord knows I've seen enough. So, but I'm just. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't. I don't like really see it. Have I ever gone through her phone? Yeah. But not that often. Like, I can't even remember the last time. I'm just sure that I have for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? I've gone through a girlfriend of mine's phone one time, and I've never gone through a woman's phone again after that. And it's only because I thought I saw something that made me insecure. So it was like, ooh, I don't like this feeling. Let me put this fucking shit down. (laughs) So if you're asking me, what is it that I seen? I was in her phone trying to find a picture. It was like a picture she took. And you know, when a text message comes in, uh-huh. you know, boop, the little yeah. the little drop down. And I wasn't paying attention to the thing, but I was looking at the picture, but as the, the notification was going, sliding back up, I just seen WYD, like what you doing? And I come from the air where a nigga text you, yeah, what, what you, you doing? doing? I mean, they sliding me like, yo, what's good? It's like, I'm sliding. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hmm, well, I'm already in the phone and she's in the bathroom right now. Let me, I was like, let me go to the inbox. And I see who it is. And I'm like, it's a name I don't recognize. So now I'm like, my antennas are really light up. I'm like, this is clearly a guy. It's got like a picture and everything. And I'm like, hmm. So now I caught myself, well, I'm not going to look at this one because if I look at this, yeah. it'll show that it's red. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, well, let me look at some of these other messages since they're already red. Mm-hmm. And I just started seeing stuff that could be considered harmless and stuff that could be considered cheating. I don't know. What? That's so why I get, bro. Depending on the lens you're looking at, you can you can think that you're seeing something that's inappropriate. Or you can see something that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, that guy's just, you know, he's just, uh, I, it was so long ago, I can't even tell you what it said, but you it could know. be a coworker or something. That- yeah, yeah, it could be somebody just asking or, you know, 
complimenting her look or something, you know. But depending on the the lens that you're looking at that as, it could be like, yo, you checking on my girl's lumps? Yes, nigga. Yeah. We just had this conversation about every yeah. time a dude talks to his girls, once a dick yeah. is attached to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I, so I didn't like that. So I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like that feeling. So I, I, fast forward to the, today, I have never looked in the girl's phone again. At least not trying to like look. If something pops up while I have the phone in my hand, I can't help that. There's that whole discussion about like what is and what isn't like appropriate and stuff too. Like you say, as a coworker's phone number, unless the uh, parameters of the job require that each other have each other's numbers, why do you have a male coworker's phone number? Y'all texting back and forth. Unless y'all was friends before I came, that's different. So like if you a boyfriend and she's got coworkers and she's been texting back and forth with them, and you come into that situation, yeah. But like after the fact that that's like your girl or you know your uh, fiance wife yeah. or whatever level you get yeah. to, I mean I yeah. think you can have that conversation and be like, you know, I don't like that. But you also got to go both ways. You got to do the same. You can't have mad like homegirls that are like sisters. You know what I'm saying? But you don't want her to have you know male coworkers or whatever shit. Like it kind of has to go both ways. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't have any kind of gripe about a girl having guy friends and stuff like that. That isn't. I'm not a jealous at some person. Point, at some point, though, it becomes inappropriate. It's uh, just it's yeah. up to you. It's up to the two of you, though, to decide what that is. Right, right. Um, well, since I guess I am the topic of the hour at the moment, uh, I will talk about the girl that I'm talking to. Um, she doesn't have guy friends. Like her rule on that is, I have my man, and I have guys that I have business with. There's no in between. Oh, that's a keeper. You, what you doing? <laughs> why are we talking about this? Say, <laughs> so why are we talking about this? <laughs> I say that because even that statement alone means she's like a woman of principles and virtues. Yes. Yes, she so, is. And that kind of thinking bleeds into other parts of life. So yep. that's why I'm like, what are we talking about here, bro? What yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we got into it. We got into it the other day because she had a conversation with me about morals. Because... We have two different kind of morals. Oh yes, I'll, on, I'll, I'll let it. <laughs> she said, "Go on with it." <laughs> I'm with it. So I'm not gonna. Well, I guess they're they probably not watching this. So a friend of mine, not gonna make any names, a female friend of mine, hit me up randomly, right? And they were like, "Hey, nothing shady." Anytime somebody starts like that, it almost it's feels crazy. like it's gonna be something shady. <laughs> Would you father my child? <laughs> <laughs> she like, Whoa. So <laughs> no, she said nothing shady, but. I need you to do something for me. I'm gonna talk to you more about it later. And that was the end of it. It was just text, right? Okay. So this person that I'm talking to, we have maintained a open, safe space relationship where I can talk to her about anything. She could talk to me about anything. So I let her know that, hey, my friend said such and such. What do you think that this could be about? So we went on back and forth with all these different scenarios mm. and a lot of the things that I was saying that I would do for her that could probably look like it was shady. She was saying, you need to get your morals checked. Like, <laughs> so for example, I had said, you know, like what if she has somebody that she's talking to and she hits me up and she's like, Hey, if anybody asked me and you were hanging out, if my friend hits me up about that, I'm gonna hold my friend down. And she said, no, you got to get your morals checked. Like, that is crazy that you would support something like that. Mm. 
She so she's that type of person. I like, like her. Yeah, <laughs> she's that type of person. And then I was like, so then we went down this whole rabbit hole of different scenarios and morals. And I was like, so what if? I was like, what if somebody did something to a relative of mine or whatever the case may be, right? And let's say I felt some type of way and I pulled out the hammer, right? Yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing, I'm just throwing different. Okay, just right. having a conversation, okay, right? Wait, wait, wait. I was like. No, 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 that's not what I said. I'm sorry. My friend pulled out the hammer on somebody and they came to me to hide the gun. They didn't want the gun on them. And they said for me to hide it. And I said, okay, if somebody hand me the gun, I'm saying, get the fuck out of here and I'm gonna dispose of it real quick, right? Mm-hmm. And she said, absolutely not. She said, my friend can't come to me like that. A friend coming to me like that, I'm calling the police. And I said- Again, I like her. <laughs> So yeah, so we were going back and forth, and she was like, "You need to get your morals checked. You need to get you need to get right with God." Goddamn. <laughs> right. And I was like, I was like, I'm just loyal though. And she's like, Nah. There's there's loyalty, but then there's also there's got to be a line between loyalty at the expense of your own safety and shit. Yeah. And when again, you being a, a single young dummy, but you yeah. young, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm married with a wife and children. Right. I go to jail or some shit. There is a conversation that needs to be had where I have to tell my wife and my children why I went to jail. And I'll be goddamned if what I say is because I was holding a gun for a fucking friend. Now I can't secure and safety my family and my wife and all this shit because I'm holding on some other nigga. Right. The fuck? I'm telling you now, nigga, don't hand me no gun. Yeah. I'm going to let that shit drop. (laughs) You going to call the police on me? I'm not going to call the police. (laughs) But if the police come to my motherfucking house, we're like, hey, do you know you? Yeah, I know that nigga. Did he try to hand you a gun? Did he shoot something? Uh, I I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see nothing. We got you on on video. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, I was looking the other way. Like I'm not gonna do no. I'm gonna do some yeah. shit like that. And then if they threaten me, like we got you, we can charge you. Like yeah, you might be going up river, nigga, because I got a family to look after. Damn. And that's my, that's there. They are my priority. I have oh, to be there. Bitch on your boy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, because again, when I'm in jail, not there for my family, while your ass is free, not taking care of my family, what is my responsibility, what I swore before God to protect, and now I'm not doing that, I'm protecting you. For what? And now I got to tell my children, not be there for my son, all this, because I'm trying to keep it real and hold it down. You see the disgust on my face when I'm saying that, bro? That's, I'm, that's stupid to me. I would never do that. I'm telling you now, nigga, don't hand me no gun. Don't get me involved in no shit because I'm going to preserve me and my family first every time. Just throwing it out there. Damn, I need to, I need to, damn, I need to get my morals checked. Because I'm hearing you. I'm seeing what you're insinuating. I'm hearing her as well. And I'm like, damn, I'm still that nigga that would be like, y'all got you, dog. Dang, no. I kind of the reason why I can kind of see why is because like you don't have that time that sort of like kind of responsibility responsibility living single. But I've told a lot of young dudes this shit when I had coworkers one time I had to fire this kid that was a good kid. I gave him a raise and promotion because he clocked in for his homeboy. Yeah, mm. and I'm like, look, bro, you he had a baby and she said, look, man, you have a baby to take care of, you know, rent to pay, all this stuff, and you trying to cover for your homeboy. You got to secure your own shit, man. You got to take care of your responsibilities while you're trying to do something for your friend. Now, your friend fired and you fired. You're probably not going to be friends because y'all just work friends. And when you need your rent or some bill and shit paid, bet this nigga don't show up because he unemployed too. Mm-hmm. 
you got to take you got you have to take care of your responsibilities first. Everyone else, that's the honestly, that's their fucking problem. Real shit. If you can help, then help, but don't 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 risk your own shit. And even if even you as a single person, bro, don't risk what you got going on to help out somebody else at, at your own detriment. Like, don't do that. And me as your homeboy, I wouldn't put you in that situation. Well, I think that's a that's good. I think we'll end on that. that that's a good. That's a good. That's a good one right there. We'll uh, we'll end it right there. But uh, once again, Lola dot delight. Yeah. Did I get that right? Nice on IG. You. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we got to do this again sometime. It was definitely better having a girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Plus, your, your, uh, last time your boy is he seems super shy. Yeah. He really well, she started it. She start, finally opened up. And began, she's like, hey, I'm Lola. Nah, next time she's like, these niggas in the streets. Back up in here, bitches. <laughs> Clicking the nails and all that shit. <laughs> As always, guys, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you got going on. Let us know what you thought. Thanks for tuning in. It's the Verbal Gunplay Podcast. Sign it yeah. off.